Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's good, baby? It's Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. was that what's up i ain't man i'm just man, you look comfortable over there. i don't even know what's going on yeah. around here bro see now casey i don't even know casey, what's going casey on Casey over there in first class look got, look, got, look at this look i'm just here <laughs> i'm just here hey my man my man in the good life up there i'm mean, just here over here yeah, y'all you know, see mr me, mr armrest i see you all right big time i see you just out here just out here Hey, don't matter who I am. He's Kenny Caraway. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> this is uh, this is this chair though is like uh, Rena Center. I gotta give it back. <laughs> no, nah, that's hey, that's 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 you. I've enjoyed the good life for a little while, man. It's your turn to rock it. Rena Center. Uh, I'm Damian Parling. The ultimate needle mover. <laughs> no. God mode himself. 
It's a ghetto we are up here. We no, got a chair. We got one goddamn chair with arms. <laughs> Just ghetto. You believe this? Can can't even hear me right now. I can hear you. Now. Oh, we're back. Yeah, yeah. we got one chair with arms. <laughs> and the thing is, the chair like it wasn't even originally a chair with arms. It had to be made. It was a, it's a transformer chair with arms now. You know what the coldest piece is? The dude in charge of everything in the building walked in and went, "Where did y'all get that from?" He didn't even know where it got from, where it came from. Oh man, gotta love it here. Life and Odyssey, Ridiculous. man. It's been a Wednesday already. Episode episode nine, the chair. So we had. <laughs> Bro, the facts. <laughs> Yesterday was uh, the Black History Month lunch. Uh, today is the chair. <laughs> Episodes are supposed to be weekly at Odyssey, but here we daily. We daily. Like Young and the Restless. We got a daily short for you. We got Kimberly out in jury duty. Jesse thinks he's going to get <laughs> called tomorrow. Like, this is ridiculous. Hey, I got to notice, too. I got to call my people back, Bro, too. This, you better. Y'all need to be. Y'all be whoever sends those out you guys gotta leave me alone bro this yeah, is like no, my gotta, eighth gotta, notice gotta, at this point like you guys gotta leave me alone i gotta i saw that last week i had a notice i gotta figure out the date and everything it's sometime in march hey like very that. simple M- like missing that, missing missing work would be uh severely damaging to uh your uh financial abilities you know we weren't even in the door today before we were getting inundated with requests we had, three, we had three emails waiting for us. Our sales manager waiting at the door as we were walking in. Our beloved <laughs> Kelly grabs us. Hey, hey, we got to make it. We, we got to do something real quick. It's like, and, and you know what? It's our fault. This was our late day. Well, I, I thought this is hey, the one day we get one of those. Hey, it just... we, we get to chill. We did. We did. We did a ton of work last night yep. before leaving the building. Nice. Stress-free morning. It, Tune into the insiders Sun at 10. Shining. They're echoing all over the place. They're trying to oh. figure out what's going on. Kyle's sitting in here. James got the arms over there. You can't hear James. You could hear him perfectly on the radio, and I'm trying to text Kyle, hey, you'll figure out the stream. Don't worry about it. We're a radio station. You got this. You guys sound great. Just yeah. you, you got it. He ignored me. Didn't <laughs> pay attention to anything. They're, 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 they're baffled through the first 10 minutes of the show trying to get this all figured out. Like, man, you know what? It's our fault. Get my ass in. No early days. It's a, no it's relaxing a, it's days. It's a beautiful get your, Wednesday. Get your ass in here when you're supposed to. It's a beautiful Wednesday. Now, granted, Kyle's first day in the studio. Yep. Some little hiccups here and there. Yep. Once they get to hanging out, everything Kyle's first day smooth. back in, in a month and that's a half. True, that's true. That's true. So, you know, and once once we get everything going, it'll be it'll be smooth sailing again. Probably tomorrow. Sure, yeah. There's, there's nothing weird about tomorrow. <laughs> Except that we got a four-hour edition of the Insiders, two hours of D'Lo and KC, and there's a good chance Jesse's not here. <laughs> so there's that. No, that's good. Hey, shout out Joe. Where you at, Joe? Honestly, he's ready. Like Joe, Joe's ready to throw into commercial if he needs to. <laughs> Let's Joe, go, Joe. Joe ready to rock. Joe ready to rock, man. I didn't think this was gonna make much of a. This is a different feel. Like, I, hey, it's a whole. Hey, it's, come it's, on, it's, Seth. You gotta make one more of these. It's dog. a whole different world over there. We're gonna start paying Seth to make chairs with arms with them. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why San Francisco <laughs> stole them from us because they need chairs with arms. That too. sounds about right. This is a this is a whole new world. world God like knows that. how many Odyssey radio stations in this country, but one chair with arms. <laughs> And I guarantee you them them folks out there don't know that we have it. <laughs> they have no clue. Wait till that hole down the block they, find out. They barely know we're on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, those guys are here again. I wonder what they do here. <laughs> no, it's fine. Barely know they're on. It's fine. 
Thank you, guys. Oh, Welcome to the show. Not a, you not a lot of, I'm, I Good. feel great. I Good, feel great. Man. Not Good. a lot of sports on last night. <laughs> I did watch a little bit. I watched some. I watched some college basketball. I watched. Oh, I watched a little bit of college basketball. You watched St. Like Mary's. Two, no. What you watch? I watched the Vince Staples show again. Oh man, I'm, <laughs> I was thinking hey, of something to watch last. Night. I forgot about that. I watched it, and it's like it's cool. Like it's like I watched it over the weekend. Yeah. And it was like, this is good. And then I watched it. I watched a couple episodes again. It's really good. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm very confident. Now Without I'm saying to, I'm very confident. I'm, he, go, he came with that with that heat. I'm trying to like. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I was gonna I'm gonna say this to you yesterday when you asked about it. Mm. If it if it's like Atlanta, where mm. like the more you watch Atlanta, you more that there's like hidden stories yeah. like in all of them. Yeah. And there's one. There's one episode that I re that I watch I rewatched two of the maybe eight, eight seven or eight episodes or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and there's one about chicken, and I was like, there's, there's something to this chicken, like <laughs> I this I don't know what it is, but there is a deep meaning to this chicken episode of the Vince Staples. Uh, isn't is it Kenya behind it? The episode the, or the, the series? I think he's a part of it. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he. I didn't know how much influence or how much he put into it. Because they've been trying him. to do this for like a few years, haven't they? Probably Hasn't Vince so. Staples trying I mean, to do this for a different few years? different ways? Like they want him to do a podcast. They want him to do like a a live type show, not mm-hmm. live, but you know what I mean, like uh, like a daily show type thing. And I guess they they finished with this and. This Staples, he, he's hella funny. There's a bank episode that's really funny too. <laughs> that you've got to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's good. Vince Staples, it's good he, he's hilarious. It's and and then you just got me thinking about Atlanta. That man, that's a, that's an all timer. Yeah, Atlanta's one of the great. Timer. Yeah, Atlanta's one of the great shows. And <laughs> that is an all timer. Have you finished it? Have you watched all yeah, of it? Yeah, I did. The last season was. It was whatever. Like people it, either hated it or loved it. Yeah, it, it, they went off the rails a little bit, but I still thought it was good. But then, like the first two, three seasons, oh, or what they have three seasons. So the first two seasons or something like that. Man, is that all there was? I guess they were spread out over like eight years yeah, or something. Yeah. They were spread out over a. The long one that time. always comes to my mind is when the the they met the rapper who was like future in the club, and they're like, yo. They uh they just say anything. Look at him. He's on Instagram and he's like leaning like this. And they're like, post it up on my invisible car. <laughs> and he goes, look at him. He's just leaning there. And then, and then at the end of the episode, they're shooting in the parking lot. And they hop in the invisible car and drive off. He's yeah. like, that was a real thing. He had an invisible car. Yeah, them dudes is wild. That was such yeah. a great show. Great show. That was such a great show. Uh, and hopefully the Kings bring us a great show when they return to the floor mm. tomorrow. They took the practice court last night. Um, they snuck that in there. I didn't even know they was doing that last I night. I didn't either. I saw a tweet from from James Ham that said we're back, and I kind of saw it. I was like, I, I assumed the Kings beat episode had posted, and mm-hmm. I was like, I, I you know peeped that out later, and finally looked at the tweet and saw images from practice yeah nighttime like, practice okay night, okay you know usually which is season. customary for for the first practice after all-star yeah, game yeah, give like them a it, little extra time yeah get just just get back to the facility by six or whatever mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. um but we heard from De'Aaron uh Mike Brown uh, we heard from Keegan Murray uh a little bit as well 
Um, did you did you have any type of like were you encouraged by some of the things that were said? Were was it like I like what they're talking about, or was it like eh, I don't know if they 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 locked in? I I'm just no. So there. I didn't feel like that. Yeah. I actually it's weird. I wasn't gonna say it because I feel like it's corny. Mm. But you asked, so I'll directly answer you. Like yeah, I did. When I heard from De'Aaron, I was like, so so you you just asked that did, did you feel like they were locked in? Mm-hmm. When I heard from De'Aaron, it was like okay. I'm digging this. Mm. I mean, there's there's a, there's probably a couple of things to to spend some time talking about about what De'Aaron said yesterday. Mm. Um, one being, uh, he was just like me and didn't watch the All Star game or anything <laughs> having to do with this. So salute. Uh, two, he acknowledged his shoulder. I think for the first time, mm. uh, he said he hasn't had an MRI on it. Doesn't feel like no one feels like it's that serious. Just mm. uh, that it's bothering him. He also said that the you know issues that I've had four or five days off aren't isn't gonna cure them mm. make you feel a little bit better but it's not like okay I'm 100% now because we had four days off like right. these are things that aren't going to be better whether he's talking about his shoulders ankle or whatever uh and until the off season um but there was clearly a point of emphasis yesterday because De'Aaron and I always look when guys use the same terminology and De'Aaron and Mike were using the exact same terminology as it pertains to their three-point defense. Mm. And they had clearly had a conversation in practice about their closeouts, about the urgency to their closeouts, and about how teams are shooting like a record percentage against them Mm -hmm. and why that is. Mike was asked about that uh, while he was talking. Um, I can't remember specifically if De'Aaron was asked or just kind of was talking about the season. You have to forgive me on that. But they were both using, if you run Mike's comments next to De'Aaron's comments, they were using like similar verbiage, Mm -hmm. which leads me to believe they just had that conversation. Mm -hmm. Like that was the focal point, or maybe not the focal point. That's that's probably a bit much. That was a talking point Mm -hmm. of their practice yesterday mm. and it was fresh in Mike's mind the words that he was using or or that Jordy was using or or, or, or whoever was Jay whoever was leading that portion of, of of the practice of the film or whatever and it was fresh in De'Aaron's mind because he was saying the same thing mm. and it's like okay you recognize an issue great how do you address the issue yeah. it's different uh, we'll talk about this. I want to get your thoughts on on De'Aaron and Mike and the Kings and the stretch they're uh, approaching. And oh, we want to hear from you, as always, 916-909-1320. We're just getting started. We're so happy you're here with us. Steeler and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, we're back on. No, it's good. Monte Simonis is ill. Oh, it was so big. I got two things real quick. Real quick. Well, no, I was being serious. I was trying to. Demontis Sabonis did not practice today. He's out with the illness, and his status will be updated later for tomorrow's game. Yeah, you will soon, big dog. You will soon get some. I, I thought it was weird that he didn't. That it was no offense. I, I thought it was weird. Mike De'Aaron. I mm-hmm. it was thought it was strange that Domas didn't talk last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess now we know what know why. Yeah, he. Uh, Bro's not feeling well. He, he got to get some thoroughflu or something like that. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> Get some thorough food. Um, I'm going to need him to be available tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't need that. I don't care who they playing. Yeah, I, need gonna... him, I need him ready to go. And they're going up against Wimby. Yeah. Um, two things I want to quick give mm-hmm. a shout-out mm-hmm. um, to all the young homies uh, who are going to be at the Golden One Center today for the section championships going on right now with a, a throwback. You know, I like – when Syracuse and Georgetown play each other, like, oh, the old Big East. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's the glory days of the Big East. Well, we got a glory days of the Metro League popping off right now. Sack versus Christian Brothers. Oh, my mm. goodness. Shout out to my man um, Jermaine Brown, head coach over at Christian Brothers. He's done a great job over there. And shout out to Sack guy, my man Kendall Hearn, going to Cornell um, for a football scholarship, man. So uh, he's, Sack guy trying to go back-to-back in Division Three, man. So big ups to them and big ups to – to all the uh, young boys and girls trying to get them championships today at the Golden One Center. Yeah, I I'll like be locked it. in. Good stuff. So our man Matt George is out there today. Also, shout out to Jeezy. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my boy Jeezy on that tiny desk doing what he do. <clears throat> I was, I, that was the first time I ever watched a tiny desk live. I didn't, I didn't. Watch it was like oh nine nine a.m. Well, he said twelve p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going down. Nine a.m. hit. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to check this. I'm going to check this Jeezy boy. out. Yeah, it's my boy, Jeezy. He did a good job. Okay. did a good job. Yeah, I, I enjoy those tiny desks, man. They've, they've, become, they've become something to look forward to. Yeah. For sure. Uh, let's, well, uh, why not? We told you all the phone line's open for you. Let's, let's get to the phones. Uh, 916-909-1320. We'll dive into this conversation about the Kings. Rob, what's happening, brother? How's it going, guys? What's up, big dog? Just ha- have a, having a great day. Thankful for the sun. Yes, uh, sir. Yeah. Uh, question on De'Aaron Fox. I kind of get your guys' opinion on this. Um, he was saying that he's unsure of the, the shoulder injury. How much do you buy into him being unsure or unwilling to disclose? I mean, the team has kind of kept the injury under wraps. We've all talked – a lot of people talked about it. You know, he's looked a little off in the last couple weeks leading to the All-Star break. We didn't know if it was just being tired. You know, he gets beaten up going to the rack every night. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very possible that's just part of it. 
Um, you know, maybe it's like shoulder tendonitis or something, you know, which obviously we hope not. But when you look at the list of injuries, it could be that's not one of the worst. So I'll let you go. Uh, just just wanted to see what your guys' opinion was. Uh, yeah, honestly, I didn't I didn't think too much of it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what like triggers like an MRI, right? I don't know if it's a uh, like an evaluation from a doctor, mm-hmm. uh, a, a consultation with a doctor where De'Aaron is describing whatever discomfort he has, or whatever issues he's have, or whatever's happening when we see him during games grabbing his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that leads to a conversation with the doctor where the doctor's like, okay, based on what you just told me, there's nothing. There's clearly nothing torn. There's nothing broken. There's no reason to go get imaging. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just monitor this thing moving forward. And there's a time where De'Aaron looks fine, and then there's times where it's like, oh, he grabbed his shoulder. It doesn't feel like he's ever been hampered by his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's certainly an outsider's perspective. I've never asked De'Aaron if right. he's been hampered by his shoulder. Right. But I, I think because in sports we're so used to, hey, let's – you know, let's 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 go get an MRI on this. Well, I think there's a little bit more to it. We, oh, uh, someone so did something. Well, they're going to get an MRI in the morning. Well, we see that a lot with rolled ankles, knees, different things like that. Mm-hmm. But it feels like maybe there's just not a reason to do it. So I don't know that De'Aaron was withholding anything, and I'm not sure why he would. Like, what yeah. what's the advantage of not you know acknowledging? Hey, I got. I got banged up in you know in my arm or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he uh, is. They're they're being secretive with the injury. Um, I think it's just one of them things. Sometimes where you know it hurts a little bit, it bothers you. Sometimes it's one of those things where it doesn't bother you until it gets hit or turned the wrong way, and then that's when it bothers you. Almost like a, a sprained ankle can be sometimes mm-hmm. where you're fine until you make the wrong cut and it flares up for 25 30 minutes again and you, you got to work through that a little bit so uh i i don't know but i don't i don't think he's trying to like uh keep an injury secret yeah I don't. or or the extent of it or you know if it's something super serious i i don't get that feeling yeah, I don't either. Uh Tyler asks why wouldn't you do an MRI if the pain is reoccurring all the time? I is it? it but so here's the th- I, I don't know, number one. Uh I haven't talked to De'Aaron about it. Um, but like I said, it's it's also like a um uh one of the things like I just mentioned with the sprained ankle. Like you know your ankle sprained, you work through it, you work through it, it gets to a point where you're feeling good. And then one time you make a cut and you just kind of, you know, you, you kind of jolt it a little bit. And it's like, oh, man, yeah, I'm not 100% strong on there. And for like 10, 15 minutes, it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you kind of play through it, you work through it, and then it doesn't bother you anymore. And that could be what's going on with the shoulder. I've never had a shoulder issues, so I don't know if they work the same way is a rolled ankle where it can come and go or you can twist a certain Oh, it definitely and, can come and go. Mm-hmm. But, no, well, I don't want to say normally. In the experience that I've seen, mm-hmm. normally there's a problem. Like you can have a problem in your shoulder and not address it mm-hmm. and decide you're going to put it off and get by just fine. 
until you can't, mm. right? Until that wrong hit, to, until what you just talked about with the sprained ankle, the jarring motion, the and, and probably more than anything else for for De'Aaron, the impact. Mm. That's probably what 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 triggers it. I don't know what the I don't know what the harm in getting an MRI would be, but I'm not a doctor, mm-hmm. so it could be as simple as he doesn't need one. Here's why. And they could lay out the reasons why De'Aaron doesn't need an MRI. Right. And it's just as simple as his shoulder hurts. Right. And, and like I said, we, Again, we don't I didn't know the go to school for 10 years to give you that diagnosis. Yeah, we, we, we don't know the extent of it and, and necessarily what he's feeling. Um, maybe he can do all the things that you need to do with your shoulder as far as like range of motion, putting it in every direction and all this other stuff that it doesn't necessarily warrant an MRI for that. Could be soreness, inflammation. I don't know <laughs> because because they haven't. He hasn't said like, yeah, this is how I feel, or this mm-hmm. is what hurts. We don't we don't know the extent of it. He's yeah. been able to play though. Like I don't I don't think I haven't seen him play a different, be limited in his game because of the shoulder. He's had off nights. He's, he hasn't had good scoring nights. But when those things happen, I don't. I haven't felt it's because of the shoulder. Like whereas with his foot last year, you could see he wasn't moving the same. He wasn't uh, didn't have the explosiveness. I, I haven't gotten that feeling with him in his shoulder yet. Just from the naked eye. Yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes we we hyper analyze stuff and like I, I, I completely understand that. Tyler says I've uh, been noticing shoulder pain uh, since his play has declined compared to beginning of last year. Perfect. Perfectly fair. He also scored 70 points in his last two. That's games. what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's it's there's yeah, there's probably 40, a lot of different. We, we, we probably didn't. 43 you know, against Chicago or something like that. 45, something like that. No, we can have. Yeah, he's had some he's had some he's he's had some. Some big outputs. So I, that, that's not saying it doesn't hurt or anything like that, but I wouldn't attribute his dip in play to the shoulder. Once mm-hmm. again, without talking to him. He could he could say, no, nah, it really does bother me, and it affects this and that. But just from the fact that usually when he's – it comes down to his aggression level. Like when he's aggressive, he – Gets what he wants. And here's the other thing. Like, if he's shooting 20-some-odd times a day or 20-something times per game mm-hmm. and he's 4 for 20 and he feels like there's something off, wouldn't it be beneficial for everybody to go to the doctor and be like, hey, something's – like, I, I'm 4 for 20 because my shoulder hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do this or I can't do that. I can't follow through the same. I can't, exp- you know, protect myself. Whatever. The fact that he's not, or at least it doesn't appear that he is, mm-hmm. this should this should tell us something. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, the other thing uh, that uh, was discussed at length yesterday, as we were mentioning uh, to begin this show, from De'Aaron Fox and, and Mike Brown both, was the three point defense. Um, and it wasn't exactly earth shattering for Kings fans to go. Mm, uh, and shout out to uh, you know the media crew that was out there, James and Jason and and, and Sean and everybody who was like, okay, well, what, like, like walk us through what that means because he kept using the term urgency. M- Mike did. Mm-hmm. Mike kept using the term urgency when it comes to closeouts. So we're not closing out with enough urgency. 
And someone's like, well, like, what is what is the importance of that? Because he's not saying speed. He's not saying we're not closing out quick enough. He's using the term urgency. And the way he explained it was when you show a lack of urgency on a closeout, a shooter will get more comfortable. So if you you could respond to something quick, but quick and urgent aren't the same thing. If you respond to something hands up as quickly as you can to get out there, you'll have that shooter thinking versus if you just close out quick, you've got the shooter in a comfortable spot. Mm. And it sounds like uh, from the way that those two were talking yesterday, they've had enough film to show out. They maybe they're closing out. Maybe they're not, Mm -hmm. but they're certainly not closing out the way that coaching staff wants them to. Uh, And the fact that that was addressed this off this, this break, this most recent practice is going to have Kings fans watching really closely tomorrow night mm-hmm. at the Golden One Center and in the coming days how they close out and whether teams continue to shoot 40, 41, 42% from the three-point line against them. Yeah. Or, as Will Z will tell you, well above their season averages yeah, routinely, when they play Sacramento. Routinely. So, um, obviously, it's going to be one of the, the things, like you just mentioned, that we're going to look at for the second half of the season and plain and simply put, they just got to be better. They just got to be better. You know, whatever the the reason for it that they think it is, correct that. I think it's – me personally, I think it's as, as simple as um, they need to be better guarding the basketball. And when I heard Malik talking about it the other day when he talked about we just getting rotation situations too much, first thing that alerted me to is – you're not keeping the ball in front of you. So somebody's got to help, which means somebody's got to help the helper and somebody's always going to be open. And you're always in a scramble situation. And it's the NBA. Um, offenses are elite. These players are elite. So it's going to be hard to just always keep somebody in front of you. You're going to find yourself in scramble situations. But with the closeouts, um, you also have to limit those times you're in those scram- scramble situations. Mm-hmm. And I want to see them guard the ball a little bit better at the point of attack uh, moving forward. And I think that's going to help everything out as far as guarding the three as well. When you say guard at the point of attack, you just mean guard the ball? Yeah, guard the ball. Um, make sure your rotations are clean and everything on screen and rolls, you know, because you're in drop color coverage, if you're fighting over, if you're switching. Um, all, all of that on the ball needs to be a lot better. One-on-one situation, screens, all that. It's got to be better. Um, and even even the closeouts. When you close out, you got to close out not only to get to the three, but be in position to stop the basketball, stop the dribble drive. Because if you close out recklessly and you get that guy, you run him off the three-point line, but somebody's got to help you because you weren't able to keep him in front of you. You're just going through that whole cycle all over again. And eventually, they're going to get a wide-open look. And they've showed uh, in this first half that teams are not missing those shots against the Kings. Yeah. De'Aaron seemed to feel, perhaps rightfully so, that if they did that one component of the game better, this might look a little different for them. There's probably a handful of games that you can point to, given their record is, given where they're at in the standings, there's probably a handful of games that you could point to and say, that's accurate. I mean, even the games everybody talks about, the Detroit game. Detroit got hot in the fourth. Mm-hmm. 
They got hot late when it felt like the Kings had finally, all right, whatever nonsense they're doing, they finally turned the quarter here at the end, turned the corner here at the end of the third quarter and into the fourth. And it's like, all right, we can put this nonsense behind us. Jalen, uh, uh, Jaden and the Pistons got hot. And there, again, there's there's probably a handful of games that you could point to, uh, like that. Are you are you are you on 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 De'Aaron's side with that? That perhaps the season, if they did that one component of their defensive game, the season could look a, a little bit different. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm trying to go through the games right now as we speak, and obviously the the ones that stick out to people all the time. Um, is the Portland game, mm-hmm. the Charlotte game, and the Pistons game. In the then once again, you can compare these things to what they normally do. I don't have that in front of me, but we can we can figure that out. But you look at the the game against the um, against the Pistons mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, they hit seventeen threes in that game. Seventeen threes. I'm pretty sure that's above their average for the season. Mm-hmm. You look at that Blazers game. They hit 16 threes, 16 of 40. They shot 40% from beyond the arc. I'm pretty sure that's above their average. You look at the Hornets game, maybe it's a little bit more where their average is. They were 12 of 34, but I think without even looking at it, I think a lot of that was was timely. You know, mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, Scary Terry was hitting those threes and, and changing the game that way. Um, another one that that you look at that I'll pull up. I'll give you I'll give you one that I don't think anyone thinks about while you're pulling that up. Mm. Miami. Mm. They lost to Miami one fifteen to one oh six. Miami shot forty six point four percent from three. Mm. Mm. Thirteen of twenty eight. Didn't take fifty like other teams do or forty like other thirteen of twenty eight. Forty six point four percent from three, fifty percent from the field in that game. So for for Miami, so that's that's terrible, but the difference with that game and these other ones, and another one that I'm about to bring up, this Phoenix Suns game that they blew uh, in the fourth quarter, is they hit 17 threes in that game. I think they hit six in the fourth quarter. I think I think Phoenix hit six in that mm. in that fourth quarter to come back. Mm. But the difference between Phoenix, Portland, um, Charlotte. And Detroit is in in the Miami game is with Miami they couldn't hit the broad side of the barn, so if they held them to a regular three, it's still up in the air for their whether or not they were going to win that game because they couldn't shoot, they couldn't throw it in in the Atlantic Ocean over there. Those other games they got the points that they normally get. That 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 was right there, it's a, and this is to De'Aaron's point. You did what you were supposed to do on the offensive end. You were putting up points. If you do your job better at defending the three, not only are you winning, you might be winning going away. In the Phoenix game, you might be winning going away. In the Pistons game, you might be winning that one by nine, ten points. Portland, they got beat up in that game. They gave up 130. I think they scored 113 in that one. So if you defend the three a little bit better, maybe it's a closer game late. Maybe decisions are different. So if you – I agree with De'Aaron where you're looking at a two, three, four-game swing if you're defending a three better than what you did. And those are games that they just they just lost, you know, that we, that stick out to us. 
who knows what happened in the first Warriors game, you know, the the, the home opener where mm-hmm. they, you know, didn't defend the three well in that one or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I think um, I think they're on to something there. 14 of 43 percent, 14 of 32 for the Golden State Warriors in that home opener. Mm-hmm. 43.8 percent with Steph hitting seven of those. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, that dude, ain't man. too much you can do with that one. That dude. <laughs> you can try. You can work on that it. There ain't dude. too much you can do with that Goodness one. Goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, what'd they shoot in the other one? They both shot pretty much the same. Kings were 11 of 35. Warriors were 11 of 31 in the second game. The one-point loss, the Clay Thompson game. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of games that you can you can roll through. Will Z had the graphic of of the 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 teams who shoot above their percentage uh, against Sacramento and the few that don't. And I think one that didn't was Denver. They they regularly shot below their percentage, and the Kings have beat them three times. Beat them. So I, I don't know. It could, it could, <laughs> I don't know. It could really be that simple. I, I guess it could. Could really be that simple. I guess it could, but they were certainly uh, focusing on that uh, yesterday. It might be a, a, a fun exercise, or not. It might not be a fun <laughs> exercise uh, to look and see. I don't know the quickest way to do this. I'm I'm, I'm not quite Will Z here, as hard as that is to believe. But what do the Suns shoot? The Suns, dummy. What do the Spurs shoot? On a oh, they're probably low. Well, again, this is an eleven-win team. Yeah, uh, what but do traditionally, they shoot from that's three? that's not Pop's thing anyway, huh? Shooting, shooting. The I don't imagine it would be either with Victor Wembanyama in your squad, and <laughs> you know he's he's averaging twenty something, twenty 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 one a game. But that'll be it'll, – it'll obviously be something everyone's watching moving forward, not because De'Aaron and Mike highlighted it, because it's been a problem all year long. Mm-hmm. And you've got 27, I think, games left. So, like, right, it's, it's, it's there for you. Mm-hmm. It's not you, – you, you know, you, you're, you're not where you were last year where you were, you know, figuratively playing from the pole position, at least there at the, the, the three spot. Right. Now you've got, you know, you you you've 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 got games to win, you've got the scoreboard watch, you've got to handle business against teams like Dallas. You got to handle business against teams like Los Angeles so you don't fall any further back Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. uh, of course. And then you just kind of try to fight your way back into that top 5. I'm certain Phoenix will have issues they have to continue to sort out. I'm sure Phoenix is also one of those teams just get there. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. That's how they feel. Just just get there. Uh, I don't know what New Orleans thinks, so that's if I were to pick one team in the top ten that I have no pulse on whatsoever, it's the New Orleans Pelicans. And, and, don't get it. And even with Phoenix, there's going to be no Brad Bill um, for a little while, possibly. But that's probably you're right. But and they've they've we talk about schedule all the time, you know, against the Kings, and you know the Kings got a tough schedule and all this other stuff. Phoenix got, according to Tankathon, the toughest schedule remaining in the league mm-hmm. in this in this second half of the season. You know they've they've got some tough games coming up. So I don't have a. I, I think they're they're good when they're clicking, but they don't play a lot of defense. No, and you're going up against these top teams. They may find them. So right now they're fifth, right? They I did. Think, I think Phoenix is fifth. Uh, they are. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with them. 
they did try to strengthen up that bench a little bit mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean they can. Like they got play Royce O'Neal's a guy that Kings fans really like. Like they 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 have a handful of guys that could make all of that work. But you just mentioned Brad. You know Brad's probably out for a little bit. That which is probably going to be the case with someone at some point or another. Mm-hmm. And then when they're not, you get the you get the you get the Bones Highland effect, mm. right? Where someone who was playing a prominent role, why Bradley Beal was gone, yeah. or why Devin Booker was out, or why Kevin Durant, you know, rested a little bit. He hasn't really missed time this year. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, as you get as 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 games as as this race remains tight and games get fewer on the schedule, well, now those guys are out. Mm. Now your depth isn't a big deal anymore. Yeah. Now you're relying on those three guys. To bring it home, and that's kind of the that's the tough part of of you know Brad dealing with these injuries and Devin Booker dealing with these injuries is they haven't had that work through period mm-hmm. that the Clippers had. Mm-hmm. The Clippers had the work through period to the point where it's like Bones, y'all, you guys can go home, man. I'm sorry, yeah. we just ain't got nothing for you. Yeah. These guys, they're they're like, okay, Brad's. Brad's back. Okay, we're playing well. Oh, hamstring. He's out again. Okay, everybody's back. Oh, man, Book tweaked this. Oh, man. And then we're going to get to that last stretch of the season, and it's going to be those three uh, all together for the first time trying to figure things out. And that bench wondering, well, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. You, you got me playing for five minutes now, Frank. You had me playing for 20 the other day. Mm. We'll come back. We'll talk more hoop. Steeler and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We add this to the rejoiners I just want to get rid of. Can we just, just dump all of our rejoiners? I just get tired of the same music over and over and over again. I need a list from you. A list of what? Like I just new you stuff. Like you want. I, have, I have some from you. Yeah, we have four songs from KC. I need some from you too, Damon. All right. Unless you want me to just handle it. I got more for you too. I got, I got a bunch of, of I got a bunch of music from Complex I could just send you and you could. 
pick. Some some of it's it's all new though. So you know, new music is so damn slow. I had to start marking our KSFM music. That's like I had to change the color on the on the screen because like we'd come back, be like, hey yo, we're still on with KC, and then it, it'd be you know, yeah, it'd be, Rod Wave it'd be on there. H, it'd be her, and it'd be like, <laughs> okay, all right, it'd be, it'd be Kenny's love doctor music. Shout out, shout out to me. You know, I hope I helped everybody have a great Valentine's with the advice that was given that day. Shout out to me is a hell of a line right there. You want to you want to lead us through big big perk just did his uh his big boards up o- o- over there. I'm going to give you my nope. second half not, predictions. It's not at all what I asked for. <laughs> not at all what I asked for. I was asking if you wanted to lead us through cuz you had an idea based on your boy Worldwide Wob. Uh Wob. Yeah. Wob. What, I, what wait, is it? Don't I don't know. know. Which uh, Jesse not listening. That's to our us. boy. It, it doesn't matter. I I'm listening. Wob. Say it is it Wob? Wob? Worldwide Wob? Or is it Wob? I think it's Wob. I, I always thought it was Wob, but people say Wob because it's like his name, Rob. Yeah, Rob I think it's Wob. Yeah, yeah, Worldwide Wob. I've been saying Wob, but I think it is Wob. Wob sounds a lot better, though. Yeah. Worldwide Wob sounds way better. Let's just call him Wob then. What did we call him when he was on? <laughs> I think we called him Rob. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, Rob, what did we call him Worldwide when he joined us? <laughs> but basically. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> he's got a um, he got a thing he did it the last couple years, I think. But basically. Like a golf leaderboard, like a golf uh, leaderboard at a golf tournament mm-hmm. where you, you know, go through uh, all 18 holes or whatever the case may be. And there's a leader, or there's a score every time. He does that for the NBA awards. And where is he at right now specifically? It's it's obviously um, the all-star break. But I think he does it every week. I think he does it every week or every other week or something like that. But the latest one going into uh, week 11, so he does it every week, going into week 11 of the NBA season, he's got a number of all the awards, postseason awards, um, out there already. So coming from break, we'll try and do one every time from break. There's, there, you'll, You guys will see there's going to be a time when we do like three in a row because I don't think that warrants that much conversation. But – this one might. Okay. His MVP award. Mm-hmm. As of right now, mm-hmm. he's got on SGA. And I think that's the correct answer. And I feel like might be a one-man wolf pack. It feels like everybody just thinks like Jokic should win it. I don't see any real reason. Like I said this last week, if things stay the same, there's no reason why Jokic should win it over SGA. I don't think anybody has a good argument as why that should happen. Why SGA over Okay, question number 1. Mm-hmm. SGA have your belt? It's a good question. I don't think he does. Who had the belt? I have no I freaking no, idea. I think it was Jojo. Yo, Look, we're we're about to we're Joe, about to end this. We're Joe, about to Joe was disqualified due to the game limit. I think right. Jokic so has Jokic. our belt right now. Yeah, Jokic. So, yeah, well, we're I'll revisiting make the, that. Yeah, I'll give it to SGA right now. You giving SGA your belt? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, no question. I got him as the MVP. Who you? You, you, you doing the title switch? No, I'm sticking with Jokic. He still runs the league right now. SGA, SGA should be the MVP. Why SGA over Giannis? Um, did Doc ruin Giannis's <laughs> chance of winning the MVP? That team does kind of feel like they're not they're not good. So that's kind of disqualifying Giannis. That I reminds like. me. I got a JJ. JJ need to chill. 
JJ's doing a lot. He needs to stop <laughs> pretending like he don't know what this game is about. Well, yeah, but he's not wrong. It doesn't matter if he's right or wrong. Like he can JJ, point it out. JJ, J, no, 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 no. He lost. He lost the right to do that. JJ, when he started, don't forget this. Don't, don't, don't let recency bite. When JJ started, uh-huh. yo, he was a breath of fresh air at ESPN. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, this guy's not screaming at me. He's not a jackass. He's not saying things for for social media videos. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like Michael Jackson and Thriller. <laughs> he popped up and said, "Go away!" It's close to me. And his, his claws started popping out. His eyes turned yellow. The whiskers came out. And he became just another ESPN guy who was who was doing silliness. So don't act like you haven't fed into this and then fight against it saying, oh, I put out a, a dribbling uh, video about Zion and, oh, my Doc Rivers video gets all these views. Like, don't do that. Well, what you all – yo, you fed into this. Don't play, don't play holier than now now. But, you fed into this from – not from jump because from jump you were a breath of fresh air. But here's what I'll say about but that. You turned on us. Uh, here's what I'll say about that. So you think about guys who do that kind of stuff, who go for the engagement and stuff like that. They only do that. JJ still gives you that Zion breakdown. I think that's the difference between, like, it's there for you. Like, those other guys, like, we'll just say Stephen A or something like that. He don't give you the breakdown. He just yells at you the whole time. So he is definitely feeding into that and being a part of that culture. But JJ's like, yeah, I may yell yeah. and say crazy stuff, so, okay. but I still got the substance right okay. here. Hey, salute to the Duke grad then, because clearly he missed out on social media class. You're not a big TikTok guy. Mm-hmm. Go to TikTok, though, and you'll find, like, like there's this guy, there's, there's this dude, the, 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 the page is called Chef Reactions, and it's, and it's him reacting to, like, food, other food people are making. I told you there's this one lady who does these. Uh, everybody's so creative, and she finds these videos of these horrible recipes people are making and just makes fun of them, right? And that's, that's what she does. But she does it in, like, a tone where you, you know she's making fun of it, but it's, like, fun. Mm. Point being is, on Instagram, it's this, you're a person doing the same thing over and over and over again, whether you're reacting to a recipe or you're, you're breaking down a, a sample. Mm-hmm. I had Complex tell me this once. He had a, a, a I don't I don't know if it was a J, it was it was someone that he was working with, and I can't remember what the specific nature was of of the videos, but he told me where the guy did he did something. It we'll say he made a beat and it took off, mm-hmm. and then he did another one where he made a beat and it and it was like oh he's 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 going crazy like he can make a living doing social media now, and then he made a video writing a song. And it didn't get no engagement. And then he made a video making a beat, and it blew up again. And he wrote two videos, writing a, or made two videos writing a song. No one paid attention. Mm-hmm. The algorithm of social media is based on following one particular subject. How often, hey, you want to look behind the scenes? How often do we say, man, our 49ers videos, we cannot, we cannot crack, we cannot crack the 49ers fan base with our videos. Mm-hmm. The reason is, well, for every one 49ers video we put out, we put out six related to the Sacramento Kings. And our videos get fed in the Sacramento Kings algorithm, whereas the one that we put out, no matter how good it might be on the San Francisco 49ers, just lingers out there. 
JJ is a part of a company that just feeds hot take nonsense. Mm-hmm. So when they find his hot take nonsense, oh, we're going to push that out there. This is a tremendous video of him breaking down Zion Williamson dribbling. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ain't going to do nothing for us. That We need this. That, But my point is J.J. can say that. Stephen A. can't say that because you don't give substance. J.J. still has substance out there, so he can ask the question. The cold part is I think Stephen A. does have substance. They but just don't, don't put it out there. He don't put out the substance. He don't come on first take with no substance. I wouldn't know. He don't. I, it, I, like, I wouldn't know. You can't go, and I like, I like Stephen A. I don't have no problem with him. But you can't go to him giving a breakdown of anything, you know, like Zion's facts. dribbling or whatever. No, no, facts. Yeah, yeah. So him saying, well, why does my stuff always go viral when I say this? Like, you don't have the That's leg to stand on there. Yeah. Exactly. That's all you do. JJ's like, I do both. Sometimes I'll be podding, but sometimes I give you that real. But then, so I, I can. Then I don't can pod. Ask the but, the, but that's the point. But you can't, you can't you, pod. You damn near can't have a job. And that's the and that's and that's my point. You can't push back on it when you do that. But you can push back on it because I'm giving you. So, he has something to point to. Stephen A. can't say, "Why don't in my video but that, talking about but this?" My, gonna, but I, my, I'm giving you both. But my point is, you can't push back against the way the system works when you clearly know how the system works. If you say you damn near can't have a job, that means he recognizes I got to do this part too, in hopes of people seeing this part. And people aren't seeing the other part yet. And what I'm saying is he has the leg to stand on to ask the question because he does both. He does both. So, okay. So because you can ask both, the question, but to that's me, all he did. But it's but to me, to me, it sounds like you're playing dumb. Like, don't act like you don't know what this is. You've been doing you've been doing this with Sacramento for two years now. Don't act like you don't know what this is. I think J.J. has great substance. I don't think J.J. needs to be added to the NBA Finals because mm-hmm. I don't think you need a three-man booth. Mm-hmm. But I think J.J.'s, I think JJ's good. Mm-hmm. But don't push back against the system that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Yeah, you know I, what it is. I, you, you partake in it. I, I, don't I, act offended when it worked. Yeah. You got your video, tens of millions of views or whatever he said. Yeah, I just think he's got to he, – he, like the so those those questions can can and probably should be asked, right? Somebody should ask them. Somebody should say why but what is this you, the case? But what are you asking? What's the question specifically? Tell uh, anybody uh, why didn't you look at my video when I broke things down? They probably didn't see it. It's there. Go watch it. It's are you that are you that lazy where you don't want to go get educated? Is that a real question? I'm just so call them out on it. I don't have no problem. Well, see, I'm fine with that. Yeah, call him out. You're too lazy to go watch the 12-minute video where I break things down. That's what I would say if I was JJ. You're too lazy to go do that. Also, you want the minute clip that, that's a hot take. I've got a 15-minute video that you're too lazy to watch. Is it hot, though? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> a whole other thing. <laughs> Once again, you're not wrong. But the other but the but but the other thing that JJ also has to recognize, too, is like who are you talking to when you're creating a video? And and I'm I keep saying Zion dribbling. I don't remember what the video it was yeah, that he referenced. What, I think that's what he said. I, I think yeah. that I think that's what he said. That I didn't see. He didn't like <laughs> say. Oh, I I did this great film breakdown of 
like why Oklahoma City's offense is so efficient. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, I'd be interested in that. Mm. I don't I, – I, I love hoop. I don't know that I'm going to watch a video of Zion dribbling. Right. Right, but it's it's there. He said, I did this. I did this. And to be clear – So I can do that. I didn't that, seek a, out a video of him talking about Doc Rivers. It showed up on my timeline. Right. So so what what I what I'm getting at a little bit is like it's like uh it's almost like um Jay Z saying, I can make big pimping because I made hard knock life. Like I can speak on whatever I want to because I gave you the club record and I gave you the deep think uh record. The person, the um, sexy red, she, she can't say nothing because all she makes is that song. You can't talk about it. I do both. I'm I'm giving you the things that you say you never get, so I can speak on why you why you make big pimp and go platinum and um, uh, kill the parents didn't go platinum or meet the parents didn't go platinum. Like that's I think that's what JJ's saying. Is I give you both, yeah, so I can you, speak on it. Yeah, in, in in the in in the quote, yeah, you could you could speak on it, but nobody's listening, because where'd Jay say that? I think he said on first take. I think so. No, I, no, I'm, I'm sorry, sure. I'm sorry, that my fault. Where did Jay Z say oh, that? Um, on a rap song. On four four four. Yeah. The album people swear isn't good. Because yeah, he says stuff like that. It's a, it's a great album too. It's a it's a phenomenal album. Yeah. Go ask go ask Complex what he thinks of four four four. Most people don't care nothing about four 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 because there's no big pimping on it. There's no Doc Rivers sucks on that album, mm-hmm. and that's the that's that's the thing. You could point it out, ain't nobody that's gonna pay attention to you. That's, you point it out, ain't fine. nobody paying attention to you. That's 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 all I'm saying. So, but it's the it's so the, when it, Jay Z points just, that out, if he points that out on the album, nobody will hear him. If he says it on the Grammys. Maybe people feel a little He's stupid. He's going to have to say it a little more fluid than he did the last time he gave the speech at the Grammys. He's going to have to be a little sharper. Yeah. Stop um, embarrassing his daughter on stage <laughs> and his wife in the audience. <laughs> but uh, yeah. anyways, for, that was that was way too much time on J.J. Reddick. To we need say to get SGA's back an MVP. <laughs> to say SGA's an MVP. You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM. KRX QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app. We saw – I was gonna, Well, we're still in media. Did you see that Shaq, the inside the clip, inside the NBA clip? I don't think I did. Oh, man. Did you see it, Jesse? Did Wait, you watch the whole thing? Are you talking about the behind-the-scenes one? Yeah. I didn't see it, but I saw like it going like around five Twitter. five and a half minutes. And it's, it is it – is part. I'm conflicted. So basically, Wait, what is it? So basically, when they were not um, – on air, mm-hmm. the cameras and the mic- mics were still hot. Okay. And Shaq, the whole premise is Shaq was, I don't know if he said this publicly or if it's just something that they talk about in the green room, um, but he's mad that they didn't televise his jersey retirement in Orlando. And Charles and him and Charles, Shaq is saying something. He's like, what's he mad about? He's like, man, he's mad because uh, they didn't broadcast it. Shaq's like, I'm not mad. But basically, it's uncut. So Charles so, is mf'er. You did it. So they and, do or don't know this is being recorded. I don't know if they're paying attention. I don't know okay. if they know. Okay. Like, but they're at the they're at the thing, and you know how sometimes, like, um, for us, we may not be on air, but for Jesse to hear us, we got to speak into the microphone. So every right. time they talk, they're talking in the microphone. So 
they can hear each other. Right. Um, but it's, you know, the quality of it is just like if we're watching inside the NBA. So it's not like a cell phone or nothing like that. But they just, they talking, they talking. And Charles is like, Charles is like, Kenny, he, he tripping, right? Because da 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 da. And Kenny's like, man, you know, I'm a hater. You know, I'm a hate, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they should have showed it da da da. And Charles is like, oh, man, hey, Kenny. And he just saying, I ain't even going to say it on the radio, but he's like, mm. he's like how it tastes, Kenny? How it tastes? Like, you like, Talking like that, but they're they're yeah. they're I see they're the, talking I see how we would talk, yeah, literally in a barber shop, right? But on screen, and part of me is like, if they weren't a hundred percent sure that was being recorded, it's probably not fair that that's out there. But on the same, at the same time, it was I was glued to my TV just hearing them have this conversation about that. It was it was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at the video. Obviously, I I I <laughs> I, I can't hear it. It's a, it really is a five minute video. Yeah, I wish it was fifteen minutes. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I did not see this. This dropped last night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks like it actually dropped it uh, on the nineteenth. Mm, okay, yeah, I just saw it last night. Yeah, I don't I know. How, I don't know how it got out. Somebody might not have a job today, but. No? Uh, and and they shouldn't be fired. I don't I don't think those guys should be mad. Like there's nothing crazy in there that was said. It was just mm-hmm. their language was their language well, and they was talking. Well, I don't think any of them care about their language, but it's also like You you can't put that out there without yeah, them knowing. Yeah, it shouldn't be like yeah, it like that's that's kinda it's, where it's like an unwritten rule. Right. You wanna it, call it that. Yeah, you yeah, right. But I didn't know if you saw that or not. I didn't. I didn't. I'm 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 upset that I didn't. I have it bookmarked. Uh, I would say I'll be. I guess I'll be watching that at four. <laughs> Definitely. Um, might maybe uh, six thirty. Well, at the rate <laughs> we're going, it might be seven. Um. So SGA MVP. Okay, that's that's where we are. Yeah. SGA MVP. You uh, think he should be? I think he can be. You think Jokic? Should, who's the MVP right now in your eyes? Jesse, you two. Who's the MVP? I think I'm sticking with Jokic. I, I'm sticking with Jokic too for the main fact. I think that's who they're going to vote for at the end of the season. Right that now, this second It'd be borderline ridiculous. Is it a two team, two man? Why race? would it be ridiculous? Teams in fourth. But they're all kind of jumbled up. Yes, they're they're well, they're they're a couple. They're two games back from Oklahoma City. Yeah, and if things finish the way they are, and if they finish how they are, Oklahoma City finishes ahead of them. There's no reason why you should pick Jokic over. Uh, SGA. What if Dallas finishes fifth? No, I wouldn't do oh, it. That, but no, I wouldn't that, do it. But that long NBA dream could finally come <laughs> oh, true. They're gonna try. They're gonna try to. Plus, find a he way. might lead the league in scoring. Yeah, they're gonna try to find a way. But you got a guy that's like a Leads point, the in scoring a point less than you. That is a two seed. Like I don't, I don't know if anybody right now has an argument to put somebody over SGA because he's got the numbers. Luka's averaging thirty four point two points per game. He's got the numbers and he's got the wins. No, he does absolutely. Um, he was the lone all star on the team. Maybe that strengthens this case. Mm. If they stay top two, it, I I could see SGA, but they have to stay top two. I think. Mm-hmm. So you got nothing in there? Like as far as what do you mean Tatum? Like 
What do you mean? I mean, there's one runaway number one seed. Well, yeah, okay. that's the thing, though, which is kind of like he doesn't have like, the numbers that Shea or maybe Jokic have. And, like, I do, like, he is like, on the best team, far and away the is, best team right now, but I don't know. Like, Is he disqualified from winning? I don't have him disqualified. I don't know if people – I was just listening to something the this other day. This is a clear – Clear number one seed. I, I was, I like, was, this will not be in discussion in four weeks. I think it was Windhorse the other day talking about how Tatum's got to have playoff success, so I think they're starting to put that narrative on him. Oh, they're doing that? I think, I think, I think that's going on because Draymond kind of fought back again against it the other day. Well, look, I, I think it was wow. on the Hoop Collective when it was – it was. I think it was McMahon um, who wow. was talking about, like, yeah, this is kind of – he said something to the effect of, like, this is kind of what it's always going to be for Tatum, like – He's a great ball player. He's one of the, the the great premier players in the game today. But as far as being like top five, like I don't think he'll ever be top five. Like he's never going to be better than Jokic. Won't be better than Bede. Won't be better than Giannis. Won't be better than Luca. And maybe him and SGA fight. And I was I was just listening to it like number one. This is why I don't listen to you guys. Well, let's let's, let's, let's let's also remind you it was the Hoop Collective that years ago said, "Well, we can't." I can't it was Brian Winhurst on that podcast. <laughs> If if Giannis can't win in the finals, we can't continue him to give him the MVP award. Clown behavior. Yeah, think, and won I the finals the, that year, by the way. I think the narratives have gotten to Jason Tatum. Wow. He's, he's, I, think, I think that's what it is. He's so, going to have so to win a title or something. You're, this year. you're right. He should be in the conversation, but I think they've already they've already. That's X'd insane him out. to me. Well, he's I not, think it's insane too. He's I'm not Xing him out. Of, I'm not Xing him out of my list. Like I'll go Tatum right now. There's one clear cut number one seed. And he is the best player on that team. So Jason Tatum is the MVP. It's not like you move Tatum from that team. All Celtics are still going to be the number one seed and stuff. Like that team would take a dip put, without Jason I'd put Tatum. Him, I'd put him second. I'd put him ahead of Jokic. Okay. I think SGA's at the I'd put that. him ahead of Jokic. If, Giannis is still going crazy. What if. Okay. All right. Giannis is 30, 11, and 6. So, so this, this, is, this is very feasible, right? So I'm not like trying to, you know. Get JJ Reddick and hot takes here. Get a clip, but this is ve- this is feasible. Mm-hmm. What if in in this scenario you got SGA, mm-hmm. I got Jason Tatum. You're talking about wins and and all of that. What if we went and we can keep it? We can keep it two games. What if the Clippers were first? And just just for the sake of this particular discussion, I want to see if this evolves. Mm-hmm. What if the Clippers are first? The T Wolves are second. Mm-hmm. And the Thunder is third. Does that do anything at all for your MVP selection? It probably puts Tatum as number one. Does it make Kawhi number one? Uh, I, I don't I, think I, Kawhi's I, had an MVP season, though. Like, part of SGA, is, it's like Ant-Man is the number one seed. I don't know if Ant-Man's had an, an MVP season. Mm-hmm. SGA's 31 a night. Mm-hmm. And I think six assists. Four think two eight. steals a game, too, if yeah, I'm Yeah, he's mistaken. probably one of the best. He's going to be all defense, mm-hmm. uh, first or second team for one of the top teams in the in the West. So Kawhi's so twenty four, six and three point seven, one point seven steals. Yeah, I just I don't think he's had an MVP season. So that's when it would go, in my opinion, go to Tatum. Tatum. Okay. What if this alter the scenario a little bit because I just I just I want to measure this all properly. What if the Clippers are first and the Thunder are second? Might still go to SGA. Yeah, it might still go to SGA. If, if they're able Again, to we're talking, maintain. Again, we're, we're talking two games between yeah. one and three. If they're able to maintain or go higher, I think I think that's enough to make him the MVP. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm going to go Tatum right now. Um, I'm going to go Tatum right now. Uh, Perk had Kevin Durant. So I in the read first that. So part. we read, yeah, and he that was his prediction before the season. Oh, that was his before the season yeah. pick. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. why I, I was I was trying to figure because he had Tatum and he updated as a second, it. Yeah, as gotcha. a second half guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point, though, man. Tatum is, does get overlooked. He does get overlooked. It's a, it's like it's almost like Tatum is either he's being punished for Boston's like long term success or he's punished because his team is good. Mm-hmm. He's is is he's like Brock Purdy. Like he's I punished say, for. I was just about to say he's like Kyle Shanahan. He, I think it's all yeah. like wrapped up into one. Like the playoff success and the playoff success just does not make sense to me either because the dude does not fold in the playoffs. He had one bad final series. And, Man, well, that's Domas. Domas folds in the playoffs. You know, he well, just, you know he, how he, that is. We can't do any. We can't. He can't, can't be good until we no. see him do it in the playoffs. Yeah. Makes no sense. Once no again. And the whole point, this ain't even no playoff award. What's that got to do with anything? We talking about this regular season. Hey, talk to your boys on the Hoop Collective that you hey, was listening boys. to. Who Was you listening to the Hoop Collective? I did. Sometimes I, hey, I got to know what everybody's saying. Yeah, I don't. I got to know what everybody's I don't, saying. No, I when don't. Because when I talk about how, how ridiculous they sound, I got to know I'm what I'm talking I'm going to listen to something to make me dumber for. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, conti- we'll continue to hand out awards. That's what we do. Uh, also, Mark Stein had an interesting suitor for Clay Thompson. Mm. Maybe we're talking about that. And who has a clear path to improving next season? The Warriors or the Kings? Mm. It's all ahead here. Steel and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino and Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. That, you might as well support. No, before you say it, can I just get some air horns? Ernst, um, the Sack High Dragon, the three. Sex champions back to back. Hello. Shout out to my man, Coach. That's my man from way back. Shout out to my man, Kendall, man. They be our Christian Brothers just now. Christian Brothers, great season, man. My man, Jermaine Brown, he's up over there. I'm going to get your shout outs in. Give us a call. 690 We take shout outs on both. <laughs> we got you. So what, we- what, were you what were you about to oh, Just come on, man. Ain't no sports yeah, yesterday. Let's go. I just think that movie, I'm just think I don't think that movie was good. Oh. Well, That's I've never all seen it. People love the movie, the Uncut Gems movie. It's, I saw it once. I won't ever again. It's a lot of chaos. I thought it was <laughs> it's so a movie. absurdly like old. What's what's the deal? Is he well, on? Adam Sandler isn't a good in it. So it's like, my God, what a out performance from Adam. It's like, nah, be happy, Gilmore. Like, <laughs> and it, look, he did a great, very good job. KG did a fine. K- K- Kevin Garnett did an incredible job playing Kevin Garnett. Is there a lot? Uh, he's the guy who has parts in the movie. He's an important part of the sure. Yeah, he's an important part of the story. Is but it, he's Kevin Garnett. He's not Garnett playing some. Like, he's kept playing Kevin Garnett. Boston Celtics. Gotcha. Yeah, Boston Celtics. Maybe Brooklyn Nets. I can't remember. I, I can't Boston, remember. Boston, yeah, because they're playing. It would make sense. Yeah. Either way, it's, it's a cool movie if you want to call it that. As far as it goes. It's just it, chaos for it, about the, two hours. The movie is. Yeah, that movie's so. Whatever. Just terribly <laughs> overrated. Uh, I missed it. Yeah, and you're fine. You're perfectly, I don't know about perfectly Will's fine. Either, you're perfectly fine for that. Uh, let's talk to our man Sam. What's going on? Hey, boys, how's everything today? We're great, man. Hey, well, listen. When I look at the most valuable player, I'm not somebody that's got the most shots and the most points and that. I'm the guy that took his team to the penthouse, and that's Robert. He said that he has brought Minnesota Timberwolves to the front of the. If they continue at the front of the pack. Pretty good needs to have that uh, most valuable player. Appreciate you, Sam. I I disagree, Sam. 
I, I respect my man Sam. It sounds like he's on his way to the casino today. Sky River. Yeah, he's yeah, a long right. drive to Sky River. On, Going to 32 Bruzy have lunch right now. Yeah, 32. <laughs> yep. But uh, I disagree. I hear what he's saying, but I, I don't. No. I don't think Rudy has been the clear cut reason why Minnesota's better. Mm-hmm. However, we were talking about decent commercial break that I absolutely believe Rudy Gobert is a huge reason that they're playing well. Well, so we can get into the the next batch of awards. I, mm-hmm. they, they're grouped together because I think they're pretty much. There's not a lot of. Rudy Gobert is the defensive player of the year. He's going to win that award again. He should yeah. win that award again. It'd be number four. I think four. Yeah, um, but I can make the argument. We talk about Gobert and all this other stuff. I can make the argument. The reason why they are who they are this year is because Cat. What's the difference between last year and this year? And it's taken another step. Rudy was there last year. Who was out for most of the year last year? Cat. Well, we thought he tore his Achilles. Luckily, he didn't. But him being there may be the difference. Last year, they were in AC when it was just Rudy and and, and Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, I think Ant-Man has raised his game to another level this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's gotten better. Mm-hmm. So that plays a big part as well. But you, you, got, you got Cat there now, too. Yeah, I, w- I won't fight that, but I won't fight for a postseason award for Carl Anthony Towns. No, no, no. I would have no. been more willing to fight for Rudy Gobert to have an all-star bid than Carl Anthony Towns. Rudy Gobert had a hell of a first part of the season. I don't I don't know he that I would. really good. I would have fought like if I was a better a, one than Cat. I would, he didn't have a better right. one than Cat. I think he had a different one than Cat. I think Kat, we're just saying because the, the, bar, the, that, the bar is low for Rudy. Rudy's not expected to like. Well, I think really the bar is low for the All-Star game because they put Jaron Jackson in, and it felt like, with all due respect oh. to Jaron Jackson Jr., you put, oh, oh, we're trying to make a point with, you know, got to put a defensive guy in there. We've got, we got to make a point, guys. Well, okay, you could have made that point with Rudy Gobert. You didn't like. I'm, I don't. I don't hate the. I would have fought for Rudy Gobert. Like if I was assigned Rudy Gobert in a debate class, mm-hmm. but for the purposes of this show, I didn't care enough as to. I, I was fighting for Demontis Sabonis. Absolutely. That's who I was fighting for. Absolutely. Uh, but it, I thought Carl. I thought uh, Rudy Gobert had a good case for the All Star game. Is Rudy Gobert getting Defensive Player of the Year by default? Not trying to take down what he's doing but like the, like is there anyone like after that like cause the league does not play defense at all right I think, now I think so like SGA, is there even a yeah that's second the, like a front runner or sec, like S- a second place yeah was probably the first person that comes to my mind yeah he's probably yeah. the first non-big too like that you, you you think of it feels like that sometimes becomes a rebounding award mm. they probably ended that when domas <laughs> led the led the, the led the league in rebounding <laughs> last year and figured <laughs> Can't give it to that guy. <laughs> the year they gave it to Marcus so, Smart. Yeah, so let's let's give it to somebody else. Um, no, I think I don't. Well, that's a good point. I, I mean, nobody's really playing. Defense. Yeah, because it's like we hear Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert. It's just like all right, they're even like a. But both can contest. be true though. Like if it, maybe there aren't a lot of guys playing defense, maybe SGA is the closest competitor. Hell, maybe De'Aaron Fox is 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 not far behind on this list now, but. That doesn't mean Rudy Gobert is not having a defensive player of the year season. Yeah, like for these, sure. those those two things shouldn't be for sure. He's mutually exclusive. He's doing a phenomenal job. So, uh, Wobe, we'll just say Wobe. Wobe has has him winning it. Um, rookie of the year. I actually kind of read this wrong. So I thought like all year he had this one guy winning, and that's who it is now. Now I looked at the chart, and literally in this last week, Wimby. Has finally taken hold as rookie of the year for him. Up until that point, it was Chet all season long. Mm. 
Who, who, who are you giving it to? I think I'm giving it to Wimby. Yeah, me too. I think I'm giving it to Wimby. I, I never, I mean, obviously he's eligible, but I never thought about uh, Chet winning rookie of the year really? over Wimby. Well, I mean, I, th- I think you have a 37 and 17 team and an 11 and 44 team. That never yeah. matters, though. No, it, 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 it doesn't, but also Chet's really, really good. He is. Uh, but Vic's better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that, and that's my thought. <laughs> yeah, Not that Chet better. hasn't yeah. been good this year because he really has. But it's at no point did I ever think, man, he's having a better season than women. And there is no concern. He's forty nine. Oh, games played fifty five games. Yeah, they're eleven and forty four. <laughs> Uh, he's played 49 out of 55 games. Mm. So he should get there. It's another he's, 16 games. Yeah, he's he's on pace. 16 of the 28 they probably have left. Yeah, he's, he's gonna fine. play. Um, and then most improved player. Uh, it's a it's been the same guy all year. It's uh Tyrese Maxey gets that award. And that that I'm I'm okay with that. But then I thought mm. about and I wanted to ask you, should Tyrese Halliburton get that award? Is he eligible for that? Or was Why last year? Because maybe there, there last isn't year he was a year too that good. there's a there isn't a year. I don't think that you're not eligible. Well, not for it. not literally, but last year was he too good? Uh, well, they gave it the jaw one year, didn't they? They did, and they that did. was kind of and weird when they Fox. did that. That should have been. Was that the year? Should have been Fox. I can't. Remember. I can't remember what year they gave it to Ja. They didn't give it to him after the playoff. They get that. They, that is yeah, when they, they gave it. No, that yeah. was yeah. No, that's. That was that was okay, that's okay. Like that, he I was he would think of what he did the year before. I think he was like twenty something. Well, and then no, he, so so yeah, so that was the issue. The year before, they lost in the first round to the Jazz. I think they gave it to him the year they lost in the second round to the <laughs> so, Warriors. Okay, okay. So Tyrese is not winning that award. <laughs> is it, not even close. He he's he not was too good. Last he was year. too good last year. Yeah. What's well, so, but that's, he, now now if you made the argument last year. Uh-huh. You could have. Okay. I don't know how you make the argument that a guy going from 20.7 points per game to 21.8 and 10.4 assists to 11.7. What did, what did Ja do in those two years? That was – I can't – I'm sorry, I don't Hang have on. years. I got you. But well, I think the, it'll be easy to the find. The one year they they, ja. they, beat, they beat the Warriors in the play-in and he played went, the Jazz. And then the next year they were like the two seed or something like that or the three seed. He was uh, – they lost in the second round. Like it, it's probably close to what Tyrese did, right? Numbers wise, no. He went from nineteen point one to twenty seven point four. That's not far from what Tyrese. You said Tyrese last year was twenty, and he's like twenty six now. No, he's twenty one. He's twenty one this year. Twenty one points. Twenty one point four. Okay. No, no, twenty one point four. I see the Tyrese argument too, but I think with Maxi, like it's it, just the pure definition of the award. He went from bench, not bench guy, you know, like yeah. I don't want to disrespect him because he's had a bigger role in the Sixers, but like role player to like now he's, he's one of the two guys. Yeah. He's all star. He's one of the two guys. Like yeah. like that's just it does. Right but but to your question, it does feel like Tyrese has elevated a little bit. Yeah, yeah Tyrese improved, like improved his status. Yeah. He went from like budding superstar to superstar. Like if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyrese. When you know Tyrese right now, so far this year, he's he was 20 uh, points per game last year, it was a very good number to 25.7. Ah, uh, so he's 25, 25 a night, yeah, 25.7 a night. I, I thought he was more around there. So, 
This is Tyrese Maxey. Oh, Tyrese, Tyrese ah, Maxey. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tyre, I thought, sorry, I thought we, Ty, I thought Tyrese, we changed the Maxie, subject. Maxey, um, how much did he average last year? 20. Damn, yeah, that surprised that me, much. too. Yeah, that yeah. surprised me, too. That yeah. surprised me, too. Um, yeah, he averaged 20.3 last year in, in, in 25.7. Just give it to someone named Tyrese and call it a freaking day. <laughs> just forget it. And the winner is just Tyrese. Ty, yeah, just sit him with Ty. You just Dude. see um, Halliburton and Maxey hey. sitting there. Are you going to get up or should I get up? <laughs> give him the old uh, Trey Wingo when he covered the women's <laughs> – Final Four, when he covered women's basketball, mm-hmm. he had to hand out the um, the, the the Player of the Year award. The, it was a Wade Trophy. I can't remember what the what the trophy's called, but it's the Do, Player of the Year. Are they Wooden Award or are they? Maybe that's what it is. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. But he had to give out the award. Mm-hmm. And he announced it. And the finalists were, I believe it was Sylvia Fowles, uh. Candace Parker, and Candace... Wiggins right. yeah. and Trey <laughs> opens the envelope. He knew he knew in advance, yeah. but he did that. He went Candace Wiggins <laughs> and gave Candace Wiggins a trophy. I need Adam Silver. Much to the, the shock of like the entire universe. Adam Silver out there. Yeah, most improved goes to Tyrese, the point guard, <laughs> all-star point guard Tyrese, <laughs> and then just walk off the stage. Yeah, this is the type of effort I'm putting into uh, awards announcements. If you guys are going to keep playing All Star games like this, that would be the and best. then walks off the walks off the podium. I um, listening to the Hoop Collective. I didn't know. You. I didn't catch all this. I guess. I guess throughout the weekend and leading up to the week, Adam was really like bigging up. Like this is going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna, yeah, we gonna play that, some big. He said that Friday basketball. night, I think. I didn't catch any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, "This gonna be a game." Mm-hmm. That's why he was so. Yeah, <laughs> players making Adam he, Silver he look so dumb. About he probably was like, like, "Guys, Amazon's here." Like, no, 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 no. I know your boys at TNT are here and yeah. ESPN. Hey, there is a shiny new bag of money here. Yeah, please don't act out. And they acted out. And and Luca's thrown the ball off the backboard. They don't take himself. Adam Silver serious. Adam Silver was at game one or game two or whatever it was, and Draymond almost decided to right right in front well, of him. That's true. They don't respect this man. That's true. That man went that man went Hollywood Hogan in front of Adam Silver at the Golden One Center and oh, didn't care. Man. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that though. I didn't know Adam was like yeah, like he's pumping he's, his chest he's out like, no, I expect this to be different this week. Like I I I think these guys <laughs> are trying was- it was like he was trying to speak it into existence. Or it was almost like, okay, Adam. It, it like he was so convincing at the the state of the NBA thing uh-huh. that it was like, oh, he he must have talked to him. He must have, so. yeah, he must have talked to him. Adam was hot. It turns out he didn't talk to him. <laughs> we had the game on yesterday during the KSFM show, bro. That was ass. That was so bad. I can't believe you guys sat through that. The funny thing that was awful. Did you see that they sent some legends to the locker room to like? Talk to the players, I think, before the game or whatever yeah, about like. I think Larry Bird's yeah. guys were like trying to like, like, hey, all right, guys, like, let's let's go, let's have a good good game tonight. Okay, okay Luke, Luke. Grandpa. Yeah. Okay, Grandpa. Hit <laughs> him with the uh, New Jack. Step off, Grandpa. <laughs> we can always announce the most improved player with. All right, number zero, Tyrese. <laughs> Maybe the the loser has to go by Reese. <laughs> The the loser can't be Tyrese anymore. Reese and Ty. Mm. Or the yeah, the winner gets to choose. 
What oh, like I call Tyrese sometimes Ty. Like what does he have? Does he does he go by Reese? We never called him Reese. Here, I don't think he has a nickname. I don't think we. Did. I don't think he, we did. I don't think he does either. Hallie, that's what we call. Hallie, that's what. Well, we, yeah. Little magic. Well. <laughs> little magic up there with Flipside. <laughs> up there with Flipside. Uh, so we got some more as the day goes along. We won't. We won't give it all to you right now. But. Man, Tyrese's field goal percentage and point percentage. Mm. And free throw percentage this year are like his career numbers. Mm. Like they haven't, they've, they've barely fluctuated at all, which just goes back a hey, salute to yeah, He's that dude. Stone. Big up stone for sure. Why did you act like you couldn't shoot when you were in Sacramento? I couldn't shoot like couldn't make it. Was physically unable to shoot the ball seven times. Well, you know what? It, and it, it baffles. I don't understand. I don't understand. Maybe this is a little thing. Jay Triano wasn't here no. or anything like that. But they would both do it, Fox and him. Mm. When the other was had the ball, I, I just what to do. <laughs> I, I can't ask for the cut. I don't do. Like what? It's like the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs just got here. Now how to play anymore? They both are difficult. Whoever had the ball had no how to play, and the second one would go off the floor. The other would go on a personal run. <laughs> I it, believe man. it. Yeah, I do not get it. Sad. Ed- told us. Mr. Heller said to us, I've been telling him to shoot my life. Yeah. He said at a conference. And then all of a sudden he goes to and he can shoot the ball 20 times. How much of it was Tyrese? He thinks he's been player in the league. I don't want to step on his leg. Yeah, no, I, no, 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 I, no. I think Kenny on to something. One, I was in favor of blaming Luke for everything oh, that went wrong. Fine. But in blaming Luke Walton, which I like to do just because it's fun. <laughs> I'll credit Carlisle. Probably said, I got no use for you if you can't shoot here. Because you know who's knocked the ball 20 times? That guy who came with you. <laughs> so I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to be aggressive on the offensive end. And he probably, I mean, we know, they know probably. Yeah. He was. He had things about what happened. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it now. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he does it. Yeah. Like that, he's shooting at the same clip he's shot at. Mm-hmm. He just shoots so much more now. The, the crazy thing, and we'll, we'll never know this. It's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault, we'll, but we'll never Oops. know this. I wonder what this would look like. And, Luke, I'm not blaming you. You're my boy still. Um, but I do wonder what this would How Cheryl and Elk Grove She definitely. What I say about Booker, she Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I would. I bet you Jay Triano would have figured some crazy things out. Mm. Jay, if Jay Triano had that together, group, yeah, he would have figured some things out. Because, I don't disagree. Because think about it like this: What if Tyrese was Kevin Herter? Well, so I've asked, I, I, I've asked this before. Like, what would this have looked like if Mike and this staff were here mm. with Tyrese? Of course, that means yeah, no, either Shavonis is Shavano was here, or you have to figure something else out. And Domas isn't. And to me, it just feels like Domas tied everything together. Yeah. And it, 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 and it, and if 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 it's not it's if nothing else, it's it's congestion on the court, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. you, you have one guy who is essentially playing out of po- someone's going to be playing out of position when those two are on the floor together. 
And then what are we doing over here? Yeah. And is that JaVale? And that, Alex that, Lynn? That's the thing that I just kind of ignored when I said that is I'm like, yeah, uh, Tyrese would have played the herder role as Sabonis drew in triple handle. Sabonis ain't here. No, unless unless <laughs> well, Rick Carlisle was going to take Buddy. Then. Like, does Darren Fox still find his three-point shot with Tyrese around here too? Like, I feel like Darren Fox, like he's elevated his game since Tyrese left as well. I agree. I agree. And And like you just mentioned, I mean – Sabonis is for this team and this franchise. He is the game changer that that changed everything and allowed everybody to play the way they. Let's play alternate universe for just a second. Mm -hmm. What if it was Tyrese and Domas? I think it'd be about the same. That's 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 that's, I I that's what I feel like. I think it'd be about the same. I mean, I'll push back on that. Okay, because. Tyrese, I think if it's Tyrese and Sabonis, Tyrese isn't getting me 27, 28 a game like Fox is. You think like, it'd be Fox, worse? Yes, Fox is a killer. Like Fox, like I, Fox is the guy. Like Fox, like he get me 30 if I needed that. Like Tyrese can do that, but Fox is going to be every day 27, yeah, 28 a game. What about? I do think De'Aaron's a better player. And can Domas get eight assists a game? Can Domas get 16 triple doubles with Tyrese doing what he does? Because De'Aaron willingly. Hey, do you? Hey, I'm gonna get open too, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna end the night with forty or thirty. Would Tyrese do that? Or not? Maybe. Not would? Not would? Not not would Tyrese let? Like would the offense be structured to to because it was Domas who the way the story is told it was Domas who told Mike, let me do more. Mm. I can do more than just sit at the basket and try to score down there. Like mm-hmm. I can. I see the floor. I can facilitate. Mm-hmm. And Mike listened, and we've gotten, yeah. we've gotten what we've gotten. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Car- Carlton M says he may be joking. He said one seed in the West with Tyrese. The Pacers to, aren't even in the playoffs right now. So, to, just, so what are we talking about? Well, they don't have some the, the Domas either. True. But you'd but have they, to explain to, to me. Put, they tried to put Miles Turner in there as, a, as an All Star. And Miles Turner is a good ball player, but people were trying to make that case earlier, earlier in the season. Okay, Miles Turner, good ball player, but now, 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 now we might get a, sudden, a better look. Look, look, now when I bring that out, now Tyrese ain't got enough around him. Well, they had to go get Siakam, <laughs> and I, I feel like there are certain guys in that that four or five spot mm-hmm. that are it's it's like De'Aaron and Domas work perfectly together. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Tyrese and Domas work perfectly together. Of course, we haven't seen it. It's easier for us to say De'Aaron and Domas work perfectly together. But just looking at their games, the way that they both run the floor, see the floor, and do what they do in terms of being a facilitator, mm. it it feels like that might not be ideal for either one of them. Mm. Yeah. It, and I really don't feel like it'd be ideal for Tyrese. Yeah. But, again, we haven't seen it, haven't so seen I have it. no idea. Defense would be worse, too. Because De'Aaron Fox uh, is sometimes the only one that, well, Keegan does too. But the only one of the only ones that defend on the perimeter. Tyrese, that's the big hole in his game. Is he is a turnstile? You think he can get better there? I don't think he will. I think he has the ability to, but I, I don't think he's going to be. He when I think of him as a defender, I don't think of him as this good on-ball defender. He's good in the passing lanes, anticipating. and, and You know what the funny thing about stuff. Tyrese sometimes is? He doesn't look athletic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially on the de- – like, like De'Aaron looks like an athlete. Mm-hmm. 
Like the way that he moves, he looks like an athlete. Tyrese just looks long sometimes, mm-hmm. especially on the defensive end. But maybe that's effort more than yeah. it's physical I, ability. I don't I don't ever see Tyrese um you know given that resistance on the perimeter as a defender that you're looking for that you would need um in Sacramento if he was here by by himself or with Sabonis. Justin's obviously a huge uh Tyrese Halliburton guy. He says uh Fox plays defense when he feels like it. Welcome to the NBA, Justin. <laughs> it's obviously Justin's first year watching the league, man. We welcome. We hope you're enjoying your he rookie says, season here. He says Hallie would get others involved, but that's the whole – that's like what you're talking about. So, if Hallie's getting others involved, does Domas have three assists a game? Yeah. Like, part of the reason – or if Sabonis is still getting his assists, is Tyrese not getting this? Is he having the same six assists – that De'Aaron has, right, and that's kind of the conundrum, and that's what we're talking about. Like what that who, would look who like would who would lead the team in assist? Yeah. Tyre Domas. Yeah, and it's probably the 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 structure of what the coach would want to do that, and what the other is willing to do. De'Aaron's always been willing to play off ball, mm-hmm. while still being in firm control of everything. Right. De'Aaron and, Fox also third in steals per game in the NBA. So he's third now. Damn, Who's second? Third. Donovan Mitchell. SGA oh, Donovan so it's SGA. Oh, I, th- I thought he. I thought he had passed. I don't know. Darren. Darren had a crazy like week. He's he's, third, he's he had like a second. crazy like ten games. <laughs> he's kidding. He was he's getting two like steals. steals. Yeah, he was getting for... two steals. There was a running stat from you know our friends with the Kings about De'Aaron's two steal streak hmm. as extended to five, six, seven, whatever it was. Yeah. Then he went like he went a game with no steals, and then I think he then he had like five. He had, like, multiple games with, like, five steals. Yeah. That was a trip. You sealed that Denver game. Yeah, got in a steal bag. Yeah, man. Love it. Shout out to De'Aaron. Let's have a big second half, De'Aaron. Big time second half. Let's do that. Let's have a big second half of the show as well. Stealing with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino. Here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hey, you got to take over. You got to, because I got to show you this. Uh, Here we go. Oh, oh, don't play with that man. Oh, going on IG right now. Don't play with that man. King Melly. I see y'all are not ready for this. Come on, man. I almost don't even want the world to see this yet. Goodness gracious. Call him him King Damien. Call him King Damien. Cold as ice. Mm. Got to go to you got you got to go to you got to go to socials to see it. <laughs> got to go to socials to see it. That, oh man, that is fire right there, Coach JT. You ain't the only one, boy. Your, <laughs> your boy come up. Hey, hey, this is what we need to do. I don't feel like Jesse would dig this. That wouldn't be Jesse's vibe. Huh. We, we get 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 measurements. Huh. My gift. You you could you, you got. I mean, Coach JT got one. Like you, come on, man. Well, are we, we going we, Letterman? We need to. Is that what you want? I mean, I'm. I, I don't know. What's we'll, your we'll vision? What's your vision? I don't know. <laughs> My vision just showed you. Oh, now. <laughs> now that one go crazy. Man, that's that nasty. one go crazy. That's nasty. Man, oh man. Maybe that's, if he adds some fur to it, like Tyrese. 
You look fly. Add some. F- I, like that I like outfit. Chinchilla. Did you like that outfit he walked? I don't know exactly what you're talking about. The outfit that he walked into the All Star game with. Let me see. It was a long, long coat. I probably with. Uh, it had like. You know what it had? Strong giant Gonzalez vibes. Oh. It had like fur, like on the elk pads, like run circular fur. And then the bottom of um the bottom of was was uh it, like it was some type of fur. I probably should have went to League Fist instead of going. Oh, it was all over. It was all over League Fist. I'll probably I'll probably like it. I mean you throw some some fur, some chinchilla on it, it or, was or anywhere on the on the uh awkward. I thought I'm it was always, a little awkward, but what I what I like about Tyrese is different, and he always going to be. Tyrese soft. a couple weeks ago had a trench coat on or whatever. He said he had two kids trying to sneak into the movie theater. <laughs> they said he was dressed like Inspector Gadget. Oh, I see you, it. You, uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know, I actually like the jacket that everyone was make, making fun. I just thought it looked weird on him. It, it, I don't know if it was cut weird or if it was. Fit. I don't know what it was. He has a style, but I don't know if it's the style for him. It looked like a triangle. <laughs> like it was. I don't know. It was. It was weird. Uh, yeah, I, I like. I like that jacket from Tyrese. Yeah, that's, that's fresh. You wear that. You wear that to 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 uh, a night for lovers. Sure. Okay. I mean, I'd still be. You know, I'd be way down the the list com- compared to how you doing doing things, man. I'd be way down the list, bro. Be way down the list. You know what's funny about close. you getting your jokes off? Not even that's close, bro. You introduced me. That's why it's funny. He that dude. I just made the move. I was like, I know what I want. Can you do this? He was like, yeah, easy. Easy. He's that dude. Um, Now I'm about to see how creative I can get. Hey, make me an outfit like, like, uh, yeah, I I, I got ideas. Damien Halliburton. Yes, that's what I'm going to be. Hey, I've got, we got another award. Uh, to, to It's Okay. Do you want the new? Maybe you saw this, so maybe I'm not breaking news. Okay. Do you want the news or do you want the award first? The news. Yeah, there's just there's something that, that I, like I said, maybe you saw this. this is my first I don't think time I seeing did. it four hours ago. Oh, so we'll go with that first since we're here. The NBA has upped its requirements on what it takes to host an All Star game. Number one. 7,250 hotel rooms and a minimum of three five-star hotels. Number two. Okay. Convention center with 650,000 square feet of exhibition space. Okay. Number three. 75 nonstop domestic flights and at least 20 international flights. Streets are saying Sacramento will never see an all-star game. They got, they got, the the Sawyer's the only five star hotel, huh? Is Sawyer five star? I think it's five star. Yeah. So, okay. Um, sure it's five star. So they need two more of those. I, I, the flight situation, I don't really know. I don't. If I don't know, I guess they don't have twenty international flights here. So the Sawyer. Um, and they redid the convention center. I don't know if that's six hundred. So I don't. I, I don't know. This was a. This is. This is a. This is a tough search. Is the Hyatt a five star hotel? The Hyatt Regency. I don't think the so. Westin. What Westin we got? The the don't, one next to the isn't arena. There one right now. Ne- isn't there one right downtown? Isn't that a Westin? The one next to the arena, or because we got we got the Sheraton. I'm, I just. Did the Sheraton is by the convention center. The, sh- the Sheraton. Yeah. I don't think that's. A and five I don't know star. how many square feet the. Sh- 
the convention center is. I don't feel like it's 650 square feet. Also, I didn't. I didn't. 650. Th- this is the. This is the. Well, it says it's a five star hotel. I don't. Which know. one is? The Hyatt? No, no, no. Uh, just the all of these. All of these that I'm reading say mm-hmm. that they're five star hotels. But that's a. I don't fit. I've I've been to an NBA hotel. Like things is different, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like of course, I went to one that was in Beverly Hills. Bro, that was. At the London? Is that that was bananas. Doing? Like, I can't even, like, imagine how much those hotel rooms cost a night. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. So, but, so, and obviously there's there's people who have them. But, damn, Milwaukee, Milwaukee got three of those that well, you're talking about? So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't here's, feel like they do, but here's I guess the they thing, do. I guess they do. They might have just built them. Mm, true. True. Like the the Sawyers relatively the not relatively the Sawyers knew yeah. right like they might have just built those they need they need to knock down that Holiday Inn and, and rebuild mm-hmm. right there that's one space where you can do something five star uh, who were they trying to weed out by announcing that I don't clearly know. Honestly, clearly they're trying they to were. weed someone out it's probably where they just were well, the thing they, was they, a they, mess yeah because you did say it, it does say they updated. They upped the requirements. So maybe Indianapolis did not have that. And they said, let's make sure we know. Should, <laughs> should the All-Star game. But Indiana hosts a lot, though. They do. They, they host do. the Super Bowl. They Super host Bowl, Final, fours. Final Fours. Should the All-Star NBA All-Star game just be a set between, like, five cities or whatever, like Bay hey, Area, L.A.? Put it in Vegas. Honestly, like the NFL does it. That was one of the great All-Star weekends. Put of it in time. Vegas. Well, not really, actually. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Because you don't need to hit the Midwest for all-star games where it's snowing and stuff. Like, come on, let's be real, bro. It's all-star weekend. It needs to be cool. Like, like who wouldn't, who wouldn't, like, what NBA player goes, ah, I'm not, I don't want to go to Vegas. No, none of them. Yeah. Vegas, it, it, it should be, to your point, Jesse, it should be L.A. Nah, uh, L.A.'s too, Vegas. nah, L.A.'s too difficult. L.A.'s too difficult to navigate. Nothing is near each other. No, you figure. But it's, it's LA though. Like you have yeah, to have LA. But, but you, you have know, to. You, no, you could do Las That's, Vegas. They're like ten feet apart. LA's the best weather in the in the league. Even Vegas was cold. They were just talking about the Super Bowl. It was cold at night. It was raining. Like Vegas is a that time of year. It's it's not July. You'll always have the stars out too. You don't have, never have to worry about that. But Vegas is in the rotation though. All right. LA, Vegas. I'd probably say Houston. And you'd probably Man. go. What about Miami? But they ain't even going to Miami without the rotation. That's true. That damn thing. I'd say Atlanta would be in there. Atlanta State Farm is new. Um, I think they renovated it too. It's been around. State Farm actually been around for probably like twenty years, but I think they renovated it. Who's got the new spot? Orlando. Mm-hmm. They might go to Orlando. There's Atlanta no- doesn't have a new arena. Nah, it's been it's been around for a while. Remember it was in Who J- got the barbershop? Remember it was in JD's video. J uh, Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah. Yikes. They have a barbershop though. So that's that's just part of the renovation though, was mm-hmm. a new barbershop. All right. Orlando they might try. This is so. hilarious. So were they, they trying to weed <laughs> Sorry, Indiana, this just isn't enough. <laughs> OKC probably is on that list. Portland <laughs> OKC keeps Portland submitting bids year too. after year. You imagine how bad well, Indiana had to do it for the NBA to update it just literally a week after we were just there? <laughs>
Like they didn't spend on no time doing week? anything they've been, else. They've been gone for three days. <laughs> exactly. Like oh yeah, it was just the other day. We can't do this again. We can't do I'd, this again. I'd this like is to, trash. if somebody is listening that that knows these things, I'd like to know because I honestly don't think Sacramento has any of the three. But like, how far away are they? I you search five star hotels. I just don't feel like these names that are coming up are really five star hotels. I think hotels. the only one they have is the Sawyer. Because I think all. I'm assuming, but I feel like all Kempton, Kempton hotels are on that level. Is Sacramento's best shot at an All Star game in the future like a joint thing with the Barrier? Oh no, because that ain't <laughs> happening. No, we ain't doing that. I'll just pass. No, we good. We good. Aldrin J. Stop. I think Sawyer is five stars. I don't think it is. I looked it, it up. I saw four. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, that's uh, I don't. I don't know that we have one. Well, we don't. We're, we're zero for three in that. Well, fellas, we would build the hotel. We just got the convention center renovated. It's 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 got what's space. it called I again? Don't know if the perform the Safe Credit Union oh, Safe Performing Credit Union, yeah. Arts Performing Arts Center. I think. I think Hassan Minaj is going to be there yeah, soon. Yes, like I next think. week or something like that. Um, I don't know if that's five star hotel guide. I don't know if that's 650 square feet, though. 50,000 square feet. I don't know. I keep pulling up these lists. They, 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 they've got 47 hotels, and it's like, I don't think these are five-star hotels. So, Alger says Ritz-Carlton and Four Seasons are five-star. I don't – so, I could be wrong. I don't know if there's many like that around the NBA. Oh. Well, like they are, but, like, I don't know. Does Minnesota have a uh, Ritz-Carlton? Maybe, probably. I don't know. Okay, see, I, I don't, I don't know. Minnesota, you got to remember too. Minnesota's airport is massive. Yeah. Portland is Portland. So I a, think I, I would guess. See that, that I, I, I don't know where they stay in Portland. I honestly think they stay at the Sawyer. Isn't there a Sawyer? Isn't that where TK stayed? I think she did. Say when that, she went yeah. home, Portland's never had an All Star game, by the way, like ever. Mm. Mm. Scooter, wow. I don't know how accurate this is. Scooter says the convention center is uh, 240,000 square feet. And what did we need, 650? 600. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, we I guess we need to pick a new hill to die on. <laughs> we need to pick a new hill to die on because that, that, that thing ain't never coming here. <laughs> we it, Look, it all right, yeah. forget it. De'Aaron, Mike. Don't mind, you Bro, just got to win the finals. That's it. That's just, it. Just go to the NBA finals. That's, that's why I said this, we got to cover it next year because it ain't getting no closer. We don't, we don't need no all-star It ain't, it ain't just, closer, man. It ain't getting no just closer. Just the finals. That's fine. We can go to San Francisco. It's all good. <laughs> they just redid the convention center, and it's still 400,000 square feet short. That's crazy. I do wonder what San Francisco is going to look like next year because you know they do a – boring. Well, they no, and that's not what I meant. They try to do a cleanup. Oh, yeah. Which, like, it's like it's you don't really get a genuine representation of a city when a big sporting event is in town. Mm-hmm. I, I I learned that at the Olympics. They're like, yeah, this isn't this isn't what Beijing is. Mm. This place is gross, mm. and they have a unhoused issue there. Like, well, where are all these people? Yeah. They were moved. That's, That's all we were told. They were moved. It's a crazy situation. No good, man. They also, um, I'm reading some. R.I.P. Sacramento All Star Game. 
I'm reading some of the uh, some of the comments uh, on this post. It doesn't feel like Milwaukee has any, all these things. So they bid for it. If they hold true to these requirements that they just updated yeah. today, <laughs> then I don't know if Milwaukee's getting it either. Oh, yeah, and oh, Sacramento gets screwed. Because how does – well, I know they had the Olympics there, so maybe they got it. Salt Lake City, these people were staying at the Radisson in don't, Salt Lake City. Don't ever put the, any all-star, anything cool in Salt Lake City ever. Like, they, don't. They had, they had, like, the main hotels, the Radisson. Wow. They snuck one in. Special Ed says bring in the five-star cruise ships. <laughs> so what's our next battle then if we can't get the all-star game here? I don't Actually know, Actually getting man. all-star players? Well, yeah. No, we went <laughs> from battling. tough enough. Yeah, we went from battling to get all-star players. We went players. backwards this year. Yeah. And they got better. <laughs> they, got, they got better and we went backwards. It's terrible. Okay. What a disaster of an all-star. So now, so now maybe there's hope. I don't know who to believe. You I need don't to know stop Amanda playing White. with my emotions. Scooter says the Kempton Sawyer is considered a five-star hotel. Okay, great. So we need two more. And we need so, <laughs> 400,000 more. So I think he looked so I think he looked at the Scooter looked at the same website I did and I'm just struggling to <laughs> to believe that those are five-star hotels. Nah, so, no, so, I, I thought he was naming so, some other ones. So, so here's the thing. Those are not five. I've been in a five-star hotel. Yeah. And I told you, I can't afford a five-star hotel. Right. I can go stay at the Sheraton yeah, if for some reason yeah, see, I have to. that's the one that's always in my hey, head, too. Hey, salute. With all due Appreciate respect, you. That's yeah. not a five-star hotel. Yeah. It's, it's, okay, no. let's all, all of us, collectively, let's stop searching the internet for the answer to this question. <laughs> let's stop it. Maybe we build a hotel where the stadium was supposed to be? Yeah. Let's <laughs> Put it by the rail yard. Put the rail yard. How many, how many, something with how many five-star <laughs> hotels can we fit into the rail yard? <laughs> Anybody got Ron Burkle's phone number? Hey, man, I'm going to just say, man, this dude, this dude, two years ago was like, yo, we got a new stadium coming. We got the renderings. It can be retrofitted. Let's go. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what the hell is going on. Mm -hmm. We're going to build. And it wasn't Burkle who said that. No. It was the other dude. Gone out, bought a whole nother team. No. Across the pond. Had a guy following him around with a phone (laughs) documenting everything he did. What am I supposed to do with all these renderings? (laughs) Meanwhile, them rail yards still there. That's the crazy thing. Hadn't said a word about it. It'd be one thing if he was like, ah, man. Is he in the country? Who knows? I don't think so. It'd be one thing. It's like, you know, we came across him. It's it's tougher. We're looking for an investor, whatever. Just, Just stop talking about it like we would forget. Buying players overseas, though. And then, <laughs> and then they sauced his ass up or over there. He had to respond. <laughs> they uh, sauced him up. Yeah. He was like, look, I'm dedicated to making this team good. I don't know what you got going to Can't say I didn't enjoy that dinner net. <laughs> tell us what's going on. At the very least, tell us I ain't doing it no more. That's, just do that. Just- but don't just not. That you didn't come out with this two years ago saying, yeah, we're about to build. Just say to hell with Sacramento moving, please. <laughs> like, let's just call it what it is. Hey, F you guys. I'm out of here. Wouldn't what? be the first. You want, you want <laughs> Would any, not be. You, you want anything done in this city, you, you got to talk to Uncle V. Uncle V be making things happen. Uncle V trying to get us the A's. Yeah. 
And he did it. He's doing all this while he bought one too. Yeah. Didn't he buy didn't he buy his own team over there? Or yeah, wasn't no, he trying? Overseas. Yeah. He, he, tried. he was tried. He tried. He put a bid in. Didn't get he tried it. to buy Chelsea, um, Vivek, right? We're talking yeah. about Vivek, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he tried to he tried yeah. to buy Chelsea. And then and then he was like, dang, that didn't work out. Let me buy the River Cats. Same thing. Uncle V get things Chelsea, done. Chelsea, Rivercats. Chelsea, Rivercats. Same thing. <laughs> Hell, I don't even know soccer, and I know that those things don't quite match up. But, hey, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. All right, I'm not, leading the, I'm not reading the chat anymore. I told now you. They, now no, they gave me a new measurement for the convention center. It's closer. Okay, stop. Just get, just Maybe get, by 3 o'clock we might hit the mark. But, <laughs> it's 3.55. We'll see. We did it. 675,000 square feet at the convention center. Somebody call Adam Silver. <laughs> but uh, to to your point, though, Jesse, I think <laughs> – The show's really gotten away from us. It it's all-star break for the show. It's good. It is. I mean, what, there's no – what, you want to talk about St. Mary's in San Francisco last night? It was a good game. St. Mary's has won like 14 yeah. or 18 straight games or something. No, they're ranked 18th. They've won 14 straight games. Undefeated in West Coast Conference play. Good stuff. Um but to your point, though, Jesse, I think with these requirements, they've made it a de facto, uh, like, circuit. You have to. It doesn't feel like, like there's well, that's what the Super Bowl 15 does, right? cities that fit all those requirements. It's like seven, maybe. Well, because the NBA All-Star game, All-Star weekend, we'll call it what it is. It's on live support right now. Like, you need to. Well. It, it, it is. It's, it's it, not, as an al- it not as a live event. No, it's not It is not on, on live support as a live event. Absolutely Maybe not. Maybe selling out. Nah, them, the tickets, them, nah, the resales people. is like four. I was looking. I was looking already for. I was well, looking this weekend trying to gauge what next year is going to be like. I'm I'm going to have to spend like three k for Saturday night. And I've never been. The I've never been to the Pro Bowl, so I don't even know like what to base on. But like, does the Pro Bowl like like as a live event? Like like they still get stars and stuff like that. But like my thing is like nobody like it feels like the energy around the All Star Game and All Star Weekend. Nobody wants to be there. Is my thing. So I feel I, I, like that's not. I do not think that's true for fans. Yeah. At all. I mean, for like players and stuff like that too. And so the point I'm trying to make is, just like maybe you put it in these nice cities or whatever where they can go but, party for the weekend. Yeah. Like, they'll be more enthusiastic about it. But the only place I see Chris Tucker is the All Star game. Like I never see Chris Tucker anywhere. But damn, he is at every All Star game. Mm. He liked Morris Chestnut with the BET Awards. <laughs> he got the, he got the All Star game circled on his calendar. <laughs> And and that and that was also in in Indianapolis. Did they uh, that man went out to Indianapolis for that man. So it's, they, it's San they, Francisco. They, is it is it Bombers Joint already? Yeah, right. It's next. That's that's the year LA. after San Francisco. Yeah, and then Milwaukee put their bid in, but with these new requirements, looks like they might go back to L.A. <laughs> L.A. back to back. Oh well. <laughs> Or in Louisiana, if you want. <laughs> New, Orleans. New Orleans. They've done Orlando several times. They've done Phoenix several times. Have they done? Have they done Atlanta? Yeah, they did. That's where, um, actually, the highest rated All Star game of all time. That was Jordan's last uh, All Star game. Mm. Mariah Carey and the jersey mm-hmm. dress, and the jersey mm-hmm. gown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atlanta was popping. Mm-hmm. They may go back to Atlanta. We, I do that trip. Yeah, do that You know trip. what they might do? Call our they, boy. Uh, see if we can stay at the Promised Land. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Got a new car show coming up. I was I was on his stories today. I believe it. Car show coming up. They might they might mess around and uh, put that in the in the Mercedes Benz dome or whatever. One mm. is the dome. One is the Superdome. One is the. I don't the Superdome is New Orleans. Superdome is New Orleans, but they're both Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. And I don't the know. Mercedes they, Benz Superdome is New Orleans. That's right. 
Well, well, there's another. There's another the one. Name, I think it's Caesar's. I think it's Caesar's. The Superdome. Yeah, I think it's Caesar's Palace Superdome. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, that sounds awful. I believe they got something with Caesar. Yeah, it's the Caesar Superdome. Oh, okay, that sounds a little better. Caesar Superdome. Caesar's Palace Superdome sounds ridiculous. Because they got linked up with uh, a little gambling down there. Oh, good. Yeah. Price picks come work with us. Casinos ain't getting. Casinos ain't broke. No. no. That's what they call it. They call it stadium. Can't they don't wait call for the, the Sky River Atlanta. Arena. Oh, it's going to be fire. Maybe that's how we get the All-Star game. Sky River just builds a bunch of five-star hotels. There we go. Sky River will get it well, done. Well, I know they'll have one. Yeah, they'll get it done. And they'll have a venue, too. <laughs> I know that. They'll get it done. I know that. The stadium, that's another one, though, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. New, yeah, Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, sure. New Orleans will always the, be a popular. The thing you got to always navigate is Mardi Gras, though. Mm. I think that's why they lost the uh, Super Bowl. Did this they lose year, the Super Bowl? Oh, this, this year that was in Vegas. What's the it was supposed to be in New Orleans? What's the rhyme or reason for Mardi Gras? It's not at the same time every year, or the all is it because of the All Star Game? It might is be later. around the same time. So the um, the Super Bowl moves and All Star moves. Mardi Gras never moves. So if it falls on that that week, mm. that's when they can't can't work. Yeah, they can't have it. They've done a couple there. Oh yeah. What is Mardi Gras? Like I know it's like a party and stuff, but like, what is it? Like why? I couldn't give you the exact definition for it. I should know this though, because your people. Family, yeah, but I couldn't give you the exact definition for it. But um, it it, it is a celebration essentially. Mardi Gras is French for Fat Tuesday. Shout out to Fat Tuesdays down there on Bourbon Street in the French quarters. It's a good time. I've never been to Mardi Gras, though. All right, I got to go. Reflecting the practice of the last night of consuming rich, fatty foods in preparation for the fasting season of Lent. I got it. Boy, Mardi Gras got that nailed down. <laughs> I'll never forget. I don't even know what restaurant we were at. I'll never forget. The guy said, hey, let's get the deep fried platter. They brought this gold, this gigantic plate out with every fried food that you can imagine, and there was no color on this plate. <laughs> it was shiny and golden, and that was it. There was yeah. there wasn't a there wasn't even a kale garnish. No, it was. Now, I don't mess around with all that. I don't so know how down, that trip didn't kill you, me. You come down here, we don't mess around with all that, no, baby. Good. No, you good. Get that good. This is what I was hoping for. We're going to fry that thing, yeah. and you're going to taste it real you good, got five, baby. You got five-star hotels for me, Oh, uh, oh, we, Oh, we got plenty of five-stars all the time, baby. Mm-hmm. We got five-star hotels. We got five-star restaurants. We got a five-star college. LSU and them boys down in the bio, they do work. Shout and shout-out out to the Saints, baby. We do what we do down here down in the Knoll, your boy. Speaking of L.A., your thought, Shaq. No, right, no, Louisiana. See, I hate how you, it's I, LSU. You know, we need to hear from Shaq. What really needs to happen is people need to show respect for what Kim Mulkey has done at LSU. Um, to be clear, Shaq, Tigers. you're backing Kim Mulkey. Well, go Tigers! And number one, D'Lo, you don't know nothing about winning championships, so you you don't you don't know nothing about this. Keep that to yourself. Keep that to yourself. I'm, no, I don't. No, I don't want to hear. No, no. I couldn't, the, the bit couldn't be over until you started yelling for no reason. We'll come back. I don't know what to tell you is coming up, except that James Ham is here at the top of the hour. Ride with us, man. We're, have, we're trying to fix everyone's problems all at once.
And I think we were going to give out like the six man of the year award and just never oh, got there. Wait a minute. Yeah, six man of the year when we come back. Um, wait a minute. It looks like, oh, the convention center is now up to 500,000. Great. We're square almost feet. there, guys. No, keep. <laughs> it's like keep, a telethon. No, no, it's good. <laughs> it's it's like good. a 24 hour marathon it's fine. right now. No, Let's no, go. No. Keep, keep, keep them calls in, people. That, that's fine. This, this is great. Like, it's, we're not all operating <laughs> off the same internet. This is good. That was good. I'm glad we all have different websites that we're looking at. It's Dilo and Casey, and this show is a mess. <laughs> Did TC wait that up? I think TC's been sitting there. Most valuable holder. Man, TC. No, no cutoff for TC here, man. He gets to talk for a little while. TC, you get to rock, man. You get to say anything you want to. I can't lie. I forgot you was there, Me bro. Me too. 916-909-1320. TC, what's up, baby? I'm not even it, joking. It turns he just, out. He just hung it, up turn, right it, now. it turns out he's actually not there. No, that's good. Imagine waiting that long. Only... <laughs> Imagine waiting that long, and he waited a long time, uh, only, oh, only man. to to leave sorry, us. Sorry, TC. Sorry. Right, sorry, brother. Right at that. <laughs> well, until TC calls back, or going, we we have another award from Worldwide Wobe. All right, all right. This is the sixth man of the year. Now we're talking here, in Malik. Sacramento. Now we're talking, and as of week eleven. He just, for the second time this year, put Malik Monk as the leader in the clubhouse. Really? Yeah, before that, it was the first one was Emmanuel Quickly. Then it was three straight weeks to Tim Hardaway Jr. Then Malik got in there week four. And then for the last one, two, three, four, five straights, it was Tim Hardaway Jr. until week 11. And as we stand, it's Malik Monk. Okay. I never even thought Tim Hardaway Jr. being part of this. I didn't either. So – uh, I thought Norman Powell. I was, hey, who said he's the clear front runner? I think it, it might have been Reggie. No, no, it was no. ESPN. It was Richard Jefferson. Okay, it was Richard Jefferson. Yeah. Or it might have been Tim Legler. It might have been on SVP after that. No, it wasn't Legs. It was during the broadcast. Yeah, it was. It Someone was, said it, was, it during it the broadcast. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep it a buck here. I don't even think like it should be a conversation right now. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a fine player and all that. So is Norman Powell. But Malik Monk is the third most important player on the team this season, I think. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he's off the bench or whatever. And, like, they have stats. But as far as impact and what they're doing for their team, I think Malik Monk has far and away the biggest impact as far as, like, helping the team out and all that. He's got the numbers, too. So, to you know, no silliness. I I, th- I, th- I think it, I think I think Malik is the front runner right now or uh, should be the front runner. I think so, too. I think so too. Because there's like coming off the bench and putting up buckets and all that. Like, like Bobby Portis does that. Like Norman Powell and those guys. But Malik, Malik Monk, like the Kings, absolutely need him. Mm-hmm. Like he he has an impact every every game for them. Where like you can maybe get away without having Norman Powell put up something that night or something like that. Because you got Kawhi and all those guys, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I I'm I'm trying to think of anybody who who like legit should be up there. Um, and and just playing devil's advocate, who may be a, a top top contender, but I don't see how anybody's better than Malik right now. Like I said, I think the closest one would be Norman Powell. So, but I, I don't. It's got to be Malik. We'll, right we'll, we'll do the the gimmick we did earlier. I'm a one trick pony here today. <laughs> the Clippers wind up in first. Uh-huh. Does that change anything? It might change something for voters. And that's what I mean. I don't mean for us. For, for me, I don't know. mean for us. I mean, 
Well, I don't know how they view Malik right now as it begin as it as it stands. What scares me about Malik is, huh? Do they have odds for? I, I can check the odds. They got odds for everything. Not, I don't think he's the favorite. Malik, I would, oh, I would guess he's not the favorite. Right uh, now. We're doing six man. The thing that scares me about Malik winning this award too is like, just he plays for the Sacramento Kings. Who's paying attention? Yeah. No. Well, your boy, your boy said it. Whoa, your my boy. boy. Whoa, your boy Paul Pierce. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that was talking about it. Whoa. Whoa. They do have him as the favorite. DraftKings working with FanDuel, Bet three sixty five. All have Malik mm. as the favorite to win. Six man of the year right now. Mm. Tim Hardaway close second. Man, I'm sleeping because all I... three, all three, all three of those books with Norm Powell as a distant third. Mm. All three of those books, and that's right now. That's the conversation. So it's it's Malik and Tim Hardaway Jr. Really, and, and Norman Powell. Those three are the the only real. Candidates. Let's let's check a let's check a couple others. When was this published? Uh, Those are the only three well, that I could think of. Yeah. I got Malik across the board. I got it's it's Malik and Hardaway. It's it's Malik across the board with Hardaway second, and then and then Norm Powell. Damn, I didn't There's, realize Tim Hardaway Jr. averaged seventeen point three a night. Damn. I'm I'm I apologize. I didn't wasn't familiar with his game. But I Malik, love this. Malik Let's is go. going fifteen and five. <laughs> that don't they'll sneeze on that. If he was a starting point guard somewhere, we'd be like, man, he's doing a great job averaging fifteen and five. Yeah, this one was updated uh, yesterday. Mm. Be- add Bet MGM and Caesars mm. uh, to those other books as well. The there the it, it it seems to be Monk, Hardaway, Norman Powell. You see a lot of Karis Levert, and then depending on what you look at, like Russell Westbrook is as high as fifth, mm. um, as low as eighth. Um hmm. uh, bogey's in here. But it's really it's really it's it's really Malik and Hardaway uh with Norm Powell. Those odds could likely I think the I think the Norman Powell stuff could change mm-hmm. if um, the Clippers keep winning, mm. and as what I really, really hope happens, uh, the Mavericks lose. Well, definitely, that that would be great. Two particular games in March would be ideal. That but if they lost fantastic. a whole bunch of games along the way, that would be fantastic. Um, well. real, real quick, not sure how much can have an effect in the offseason or whatever, but the last three, um, six men of the year, Brogdon won it last year. He's making about twenty-two mil. Hero won it the year before that, and he's about 27 per, and then Jordan Clarkson was before that. He's about 13 mil a year. This and last year, he had a crazy one. You said 27? Yeah, for Tyler Hero. Tough. So I don't know if Monk, like, if he wins the award, go off of, like, stuff like that for contracts and stuff, but that's I what don't those guys think, are making. I don't think Malik gets to 27. I don't I, I don't know if he gets past Brock. But I'm not sure he gets to 20. Well, you, you, but Brogdon's 22? He's 22. I think that's the max if we even get to that. That's See, the that's max. the killer. Like, Sacramento can't pay him 22. Will someone pay him 22? I'm not sure he gets to 22. Brogdon got 22 on a new deal? I think that was an existing deal because that's when he was still looked at as a franchise player for whoever it was. Who was he with, Indiana at the time or something like that? When Tyler, he got the contract? Yeah. Spaltrack has it as his first year right now, so I think this is a new deal he's on. 
at least Botrack, the way they have it set up. So he signed he signed this offseason? I think I think so because Botrack has him on a two year forty five million dollar deal. This is the first year he's got another year next year at twenty twenty two point five next season, and he's a free agent in the twenty thousand twenty five off season. Hmm. And no, they nobody talking about really trading him. I'm about to say nobody even wanted him. Boston didn't want him. The Clippers rejected it. Then nobody really wanted him this year. But I feel like, like with Malik and stuff, like that's the market. Like you know, it's just, like that's that's just a number, you know. Yeah, no, I get you. That's, that's good stuff. If the Clippers make that deal, I don't think he gets deal, the twenty, man. I don't think Malik gets the twenty. And seventeen is the number. Seventeen and a half. Yeah, I think so. From Sacramento, yeah. if it's a long term deal. I hope. I mean, I don't want him to leave, but I want him to make as much money as possible. So hopefully, somebody's offering him twenty, twenty-two million dollars uh, for his sake. Yeah, but. Just, I'm trying to think of the landing spots and somebody that would pay $20 million a year. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, who has cap space? I don't I think, think Indiana does. I don't think Indiana does anymore. No, not anymore. Um, I think San Antonio does. Orlando, which is part of one of the things that you mm, were, were going to talk, talk about. Clay yeah. Thompson. Yeah. I think they'll have some money, but do they want another guard like that? They got a lot of guards. Mm-hmm. And then we're looking at six men too, but like looking at like the twenty million a year players right now. Like Marcus Smart's around nineteen. Um Dylan Brooks is in there. Josh Hart, mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, um, Jacob Pertle, he's about nineteen or whatever. So those are the guys making around twenty nineteen right now. That's easy see that's the thing. That's to me, that's easy Malik Monk territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway is eighteen point seven per right now. How important is that two point five? It might be very. We talk about twenty point scores. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it mean to an individual? Like, seventeen point five million versus twenty million. Plus, you're seventeen point five in California. Mm-hmm. Who's offering you that twenty million? Right. Like looking at or it more, nineteen or whatever. Yeah, like Norman Powell and Tim Hardaway Jr. I think like that's the number right there. They're both at least eighteen million per year. Maybe that's where you look at Malik. And that's I, I, I think that would be. I'm not just saying it because I want him to stay here. I think that's more of a reasonable number for him I mean well, hell somebody wants to give him an extra two million dollars a year go by all means go get that back but can we get him an NIL two and a half you, million you, you can sponsor him like uh like um what's the boys uh Woj, Woj. you can sponsor him the D-Lo and Casey NIL <laughs> the NIL to keep Malik Monk in Sacramento mm. All the more reason you better make the playoffs. Better have the vibes up going to the offseason. Yeah, you gotta gotta have good vibes. Good vibes. You said Malik spoke today. Did you yeah, say that? Yeah, yeah. I know Harrison yeah. did too. I saw our guy Sean Cunningham had something uh with Malik speaking. I'd go to it, but I think we get in trouble when we play Sean's audio. We do? I think so. By who? Fox. Their parent company. You know, Fox is a jackass. What, what did they do? I don't even know. Were they just they sent well, a it's, uh, YouTube it's, thing? Uh, yeah, they yeah. We get one of them things that say you have to mute it, cut it out, or Fox gets all our money, oh. all of the the big big money we get for our YouTube channel. Which Fox is taking our WrestleMania ticket money. Damn it. <laughs> We have no – everyone who logs into YouTube <laughs> sees, like, these ads run. We have no idea where that money goes. We got a we got a Super Chat donation today. I saw $2. that. Hey, salute. We appreciate big you. Ups, big ups. I don't know 
where that two dollars is going, bro. Can you imagine? There's just some dude who used to work here or whatever created that YouTube channel for ESPN. You know who created it? Who? Me. Did me. I created it. It didn't exist. <laughs> they wanted us on Twitch, and it was like, yeah, like cool. Like, can we have a YouTube channel too? It was like, yeah, like we don't have. Like, go ahead, you you could create one. I guess Philadelphia probably gets it then. Or so something. I created one. And no one paid attention. No one cared. No one paid attention. Lolo, D-Lo, and KC, all of a sudden, the wonderful people on this show get us to 1,000 subscribers, and now uh, ad revenue go- starts going into the stream, and I get an email, hey, Intercom wants to be added, or Odyssey, or whatever we were at the time, wants to be uh, added to the control of, of this channel. Oh, word? Okay. All right. Kick rocks. Well, that might have been the end of D-Lo and Casey. I don't think we had as much leverage as we You know what? We're we going to take our 50 now. listeners and you guys just deal with yeah. whatever. It's me, Ramsey, Kyron, <laughs> Roddy. We're out of here. Warren. Dr. David. Yeah, we're gone. Come on, Warren. Let's Who's go. Who's coming with me? Jerry Maguire. <laughs> and here comes Katrina. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, guys. We'll start our own channel. <laughs> David Jackson. Oh, shout out. 79. <laughs> In memory of EPE. <laughs> oh, shout, shout out to the ones we lost along the way. Bro, when we had that guy in there, Chatty House was just Fight Club every day. Man, we lost Poker Pro Eric. We lost oh, Cole. We lost, we lost Victor. Cole. Cole, come what back, up, Cole. What you come doing, back, dog? Cole. Stop playing. Stop playing. Somebody, hey, somebody clip this and and, and tag Cole. This hack, Cole, what Cole, you doing, man? Cole ain't what never coming doing, back. Bro? Cole ain't never coming back. Pour one out. Cole's always welcome back. Cole. Pour out some pour out some green ju- juice for Cole. Pour out the cheap stuff for PP and oh. pour some out for Cole. Some oh. good for Cole. Cole tell David, he said, he said, hey, I want my money back for that sweaty I brought. Jamie was like, give me your address. I'll send you your money back. <laughs> I ain't sending him his money back. How stupid would I look to send somebody their money back for some shirt they already wore, for a hoodie they already wore, for whatever he bought that he already wore. <laughs> he had had that hoodie for like nine months. It's like, give me my money back. Same Marshall's yeah. pal. <laughs> trying to return it without a receipt. Oh man, come on! Whatever happened? Oh, yeah, young Young Cole, Cole low key hated us. Yeah, we found that oh, out yeah, later. That was crazy. Yeah, hey, wow. Young Cole crazy. The, so- the saga of Young Cole, Cole was was, was crazy. <laughs> it <gets> dark. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it gets dark. He almost got away with it until Warren was like, "Hey, keep your boy." <laughs> Wild Cole, times. Was, young Cole was a what hater. a four. What a four years this has been. Oh man, journey's just beginning. See, but now we got like Chatty House New Age. We got um, Michigan Wolverines and stuff like that. Yeah, now. it's man. cool. It's it's like building a franchise. It's like you gotta can't keep everybody under the cap. You gotta yeah. draft new people. Michigan Wolverines. I think the Chatty House Rookie of the Year. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Michigan. New people, up, man. Yeah, Michigan up there for sure. Can't always for sign sure. everybody back. We got Drew Down in here, Michigan Wolverines. We came up. We came up the last couple. Yeah, we got Drew Down. Where, where's Zabo? When does Zabo come along? Zabo, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, when he does Zabo jump be, along? He might be in his second year. He might be in his second year. He might have got that Detroit Lions draft. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our Brock Purdy though? Mm. Who is our? That's a good question. Mm. Came out okay. of nowhere. It might be Zay. Yeah, it might 
Zay show up. Zay show up at the the live shows with signs. It's true. Front row. Could be Zay. It's Zay or Michigan. Yeah, Zay was January twenty twenty three. Michigan so he's moving might up. be because Michigan is kind of random. I don't even know how did Michigan find us. Yeah, it's no kind of kind of random. I have no Michigan idea. Might Michigan might be our Brock Purdy. Okay. Yeah. Drew down, Drew down. Uh, that's our free agent acquisition. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got we got Drew down in the in the series. Uh, uh, we need we need we needed need to communicate better. So we got Drew, Drew, Drew down. Downs requested trade a couple times. <laughs> oh, Drew down! Hey, Drew down unfollowed us on. He, he requested trade a couple times. We came back to the table and we worked it out. He's back. He took down all KC uh, paraphernalia off his socials. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields did all hey, the unfollow they say, stuff. They say, uh, Brandon, are you? It's the latest. He unfollowed Brock Purdy on on IG. I, I why do these people do that? Yeah, I know why. You ever follow a coworker who ain't a coworker no more? Man, I don't be wanting to follow them. I came across someone's. Uh, I was like, the f- you ain't been here in like two years. That is, we have nothing in common outside. We once worked in the same building. I don't know, and it's it's really not. But it just feels like it's too much energy. Well, if you're still there, you're still there. No, I, oh look, I don't remember. need to follow you anymore. Unfollow. Yeah, like, I just hate the the the, still the, here. the Justin Fields, Brandon Ayuk stuff. They're still there, so maybe it is a little Did bit. Did Justin energy. do the same thing? Justin unfollowed the Bears. Mm. He said he needed a break from trade talk. So I don't know how much the Bears are tweeting oh about God, trading Justin bro. Fields, but if they are, yeah, I get why he unfollowed them. I just well, imagine that they're not. I can guarantee you right now the Bears are not saying anything on Twitter about, no. <laughs> about trading Justin Fields. Why do these kids do this? Yeah, Bears Twitter account talking too much about Caleb Williams, fellas. I can only handle so much. <laughs> why, why, are these, why do these kids do this? I don't get it. And 99% of them come right back. I think he equated it too to like liking a girl, but you don't got to follow her to be into her too. Oh my gosh, bro! Who 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 said that? Justin did. I believe that was Justin Fields. Oh, Justin, bro, don't don't do that. Don't do that. I just I don't know why these kids make. Can we can we do we have do we have? Um, I'm I'm sure it's happened. I'm just trying to figure it out. Do we have record of people who were under contract? unfollowed and just scrapped their page of the team and actually left. Seems like they all come back. Yeah, Debo Samuel did it and then De- that's who I anywhere. was thinking. Kyler Murray Samuel, did it. Yeah. yeah. Kyler Murray did it. It's honestly it's it's not it's it's nothing at this point. It's just it's posturing from players and stuff. It's just the new thing I think they do now. If anything it's just nothing though. If anything, it's, it should give me more confidence that Brandon Ayuk is coming back. <laughs> then they do this, they don't ever leave. If anything, means Brandon Nayuk is getting a new contract. <laughs> Can't wait till Tua drops all his um, Dolphin stuff. Chris is saying AJ Brown did it. AJ Brown, AJ Brown did it with the Titans. I thought he did it with the Eagles too. Actually, I heard with the Eagles, but I don't know if that was fake with the Eagles. I don't know if that was fake, but the Titans, yeah. But I mean, Dude. the Titans also just got rid of him on their own too. Mm. Titans didn't want to pay him. Yeah. Does um. Is the only what, where, what what do you think happens with Brandon Ayuk? Uh, if he wants to come back, I think they'll pay him. Like 
What does that mean, though? They'll pay him the richest contract at that position ever? No, I don't think that. I think he'll get something fair. It's like Debo. 20, like, it'll be 20 and some 20, fair. whatever it is. I don't, yeah. I don't know what. Probably 40 yeah. guaranteed. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be fair. They won't, they won't, you know, cheat him on money. So how, but, but, so what, what, what follows then? Like what happens leading to that? Because they can't, they can't just do it. Like there has to be some restructuring or some cutting. And like we have, you have Eric Armstead as a, I say easy because it's not me, but like an easy restructure candidate. I don't know if he can restructure again. I think, I think he can. He can. I think so. Because I thought I'm him, trusting. I'm trusting the guys on Candlestick Chronicles that that's possible. Well, those are the guys. Oh, I and, that's and I, I think Dan Graziano had it too. I think okay, yeah, maybe they can restructure because I remember specifically asking Kyle because we were trying to figure out how to. I was trying to figure out how to keep Chase Young, and I was like. Armstead and Kittle make them restructure again. And he said, "Well, they can't restructure again." Or no, maybe I said they couldn't get cut. Well, they couldn't get cut. They were like, "Hey, he's they're here, so you okay. can't lose their money." So you it looks like you can with Eric. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure like how they do it. Mm-hmm. I I'm not smart enough to know that stuff. You could do it with Trent. You could do it with Trent Williams for sure. Um, but there's still – it still feels like there could potentially be some, like, casualties along the way. And the one that bugs me the most is the use check one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how that goes. I don't, I don't know – and I don't know if you can – Like, use check's a Hall of Famer, him, right? I think so. Like, I think so. I he's mean, an all-pro even, even before he was with the Niners, he was, like, the best for, uh, fullback in the game. With Baltimore, man. So I feel like I don't know. What, he's thirty three. I don't know what a restructure looks like for him. Yeah, um, I don't either. Um, no issues with the 49ers having multiple twenty million dollar receivers on the team. So there was a question asked on the internet. I'll ask you guys. Six point two each of the next two years. Ayuk, Kittle, and Debo. You can only keep two of them. Which winners are you keeping? Say it again. Ayuk, Kittle, and Debo. I'm probably keeping Ayuk and Debo. I, I let's talk through this. I think Debo and Kittle. <laughs> Debo. Debo. No, you're letting Ayuk go. I think because from what I've seen, I'm just going off of what I've seen. I'm not this football 22 guy or whatever. But this offense, like it goes round because of Debo Smith or not Debo Smith, Debo Samuel. Like he makes it go round. Like, McCaffrey can do his, but when he's out, there is a drop-off, I think, with this Niners offense. And I think he has a big impact. And I think and I think it's just – I think you can maybe – I don't want to say Ayuk is more replaceable, but you can still get by and, like, still have the numbers on offense where you're not going to take a big hit. And I think Kittle's still a big part. Like, so, I don't know if I want two, like, two $20 million Kittle, guys on my receiving court right now. The, the, ki- the killer with Kittle, though, is, like, sometimes – uh, Super Bowl prime example, he's not even – just a, a offensive lineman. Whose fault is that, though? His or Kyle Shanahan's or whoever's calling the plays for him? I mean, the f- whose fault is and fault, I'm not only fault, it, like, let's blame, it, but you know? No, but I'm saying that almost doesn't matter because he's, like, I don't see that changing. They're, they're not going to go into, it's not Kittle's ability that's the issue, but Kyle's not going to go into next year and be like, I'm going to get him a 100-yard 
receptions. Like he's gonna he's gonna play him the same way. Well, how much of his impact then? Like how much does he impact as far as like blocking and stuff? Because my thing is like I think like you can like Debo makes it go around and stuff. Like obviously McCaffrey has a big part, but like Debo like takes a lot off of McCaffrey too. I think so. I think he's one where no matter what we're keeping him. And I think you look at it like I think I can I think I can replace. I don't want to be disrespectful to you because he's a great wide receiver, but I think you can replace that easier and pay less. You know. So the streets the streets are saying because I think a lot of people. I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know which direction. I'd have to think. I got to think about this, even though I've had all morning to think about it. But I got to think about this because I love Debo. That's my guy. But the streets are like, Debo gets hurt every year. He's not a great route runner. He is a wild card, but you want to pay $25 million to a wild card and let a bona fide receiver go? No. Is he one of the top five playmakers? Still one of the top five, ten playmakers in the league, though? Debo? Yes. When he plays, yes. But he's going to miss three to four for you. He was out in the out playoffs. Of 18. Out of 18. Yeah. He was out in the playoffs. Came back. The next game, but if, if there wasn't no next game, he wouldn't have come. Oh, well, came back. Yeah. The Packers game, he was out. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't Didn't know. Didn't he get hurt in each, each of the next two? Yeah, yeah, he got he hurt. Didn't he get hurt Bowl. against Detroit? He got hurt. Yeah, I don't remember Detroit. Maybe he didn't get Detroit. hurt against. He Detroit. got hurt Maybe. in the Super Bowl though. I feel like he did get hurt against Detroit. Maybe that's have. wrong. Maybe that's have. wrong. And he, um, well, it was his ribs, I think, against Detroit. Because he sat down for a bit. But yeah, he stayed in the game. He took right? it. So. Yeah, I don't know if it was his ribs. Yeah, he stayed in. Yeah, he stayed in the game. So shoulder, shoulder in Green Bay, ribs, and then hamstring. Three straight games. So I. I can't. As part of me, I just can't bring myself to say I, I want to move on from Debo. That's my boy. That's a that's a jersey right there. That's a jersey. How that long I've been saying? Have. Yeah, well, you don't have it. I want to get it this summer, buddy. Well, sure, you might be gone. Okay, well, it'll be on sale then. Part of we'll me go said, right next to your stupid ass Trey Lance jersey. I think either way, that's though. I think I think I think it's between one of the wide receivers and Kittle, though. I don't think yeah. you come away with both wide receivers in this. Part of, part of me part of me says. Part of me says you move on from Kittle. Is Ayuk and Debo, Tyrese, and De'Aaron? Maybe so. There's a part of me, we we could talk about it now or or later, but I love 85 too, but part of me says it's Kittle. Yeah, yeah. Let's come back. There's a funny, uh, speaking of Drew Down, he just tagged us in something on Uh Twitter. No, it's funny. It is funny (laughs) because it involves your boy Nick Sirianni. James Ham (laughs) joins us at the top of the hour to talk Kings basketball as well here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. All right, we'll get back to these. TC, we got to get to TC, 916-909-1320. Man, TC, we appreciate you, my brother. What's going on? What's up with my two brothers? Yeah, it's just one brother right now, but the other one on his way back. What's good? All right, let's check it out, D-Lo. Hey, so I got two points on on the Niners and Kings. Let's start with the Kings first. Okay. So I don't first first and foremost, Halliburton and Sabonis, in my opinion, want to work together, bro, because they both need the ball. Like okay. Halliburton averaging like fifteen assists a game. Domas, you know, almost the same. In my opinion, bro, that wouldn't have worked. So everybody got to like take a, a step back and say. Hey, bro, it just wouldn't have worked. And we I don't think we would have been a, a dominant team. With, I love Halliburton. But Halliburton is a bonus, in my opinion, bro. I don't think it would have been the most dominated him and Fox. You get me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, straight up. And, and also, Kenny, check it out. Hey, between those three dudes, like if, it, if, if it's between the two, between B.A. and Debo, 
we talked about it already. I'm trading Debo without a doubt. And I'm paying Ayuk receiver, and I'm keeping Ayuk. I love Debo, but I'm trading Debo. But if it comes down to the three, Debo, Ayuk, or Kittle, Kittle, bro, I'm going to let you go to WWF, hook up with Rock, whoever you want to hook up with. Shop. I mean, hey, bro, that's where you want to go anyway. I'm going to let you go, big dog, and I'm going to keep these two dudes. Seriously. No feelings, but that's how I feel. Mm. Well, okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. You imagine John Lynch going to George Kittle? Hey, why don't you go wrestle that uh, that rock? Huh? Why don't you go do that rock fella? Hey, you look really good up there with the bloodline guy, huh? Who who you think Kittle would align himself with if he went to WWE? Uh, wouldn't be the Pat blood. McAfee. Pat McAfee. <laughs> uh, Is there I'm trying to see if I could see Kittle in the Judgment Day? That's the one that came to my mind. I was trying to think. I don't think I could see him there. I'm, is there is there there aren't as many factions as it? He'd be a great member of DOA disciple if they were still around. Maybe we get Gronk and, back and we start a faction with him and McAfee. She, well, you can do that. <laughs> I, was the to, I was trying to think is the there, gridironers. Yeah, there it is right there. I was, I, was, I was trying to you know find a good way to say it. I was like, is there is there a faction that fits him? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> The, the DOA, the Disciples of Apocalypse. They're, yeah, but they're not there no yeah, more. Yeah, well, he could bring it back. What's Otis doing? Throw him with Otis. I was, well, I was gonna say. Well, how many factions the, are uh, there? The the guy, the the fake Kurt Angle guy. Oh, Gable. the Gable guy. What's his name? Chad Gable, I think. Oh yeah. The Shush guy. That's hilarious when he does that. Shush. That's one of those segments I don't watch. <laughs> I don't it's like it's like broke Corbin. Corbin, either you like it or you don't. It's just one of those segments <laughs> that I it makes me laugh every time. Oh, maybe he can get with uh, my boy A A Town A T Austin Theory. Austin Theory. You said A Town. I immediately went to Albert. I was like, "Oh, we're bringing Albert back." Oh, you know what their original uh, his first tag team's name was called? Uh, no, no. Shoot, you don't know? I don't think so. I can't. Do off you top remember? My head, I don't. No. It was it was Test, Trish, and Albert. Test, Trish, and Albert. They were called TNA. I do remember that. I do remember that. Well, <laughs> it's a different time. Attitude a lot era. different time. <laughs> Shout out Lord Tenzai. Well, that wasn't even, well. <laughs> they really brought him back as Lord Tenzai and beat John Cena. They beat, they beat John Cena's first night ass. back. <laughs> Like, bro, this is Albert. And, then, and he's literally the reason why John Cena's like, yeah, I'm not doing jobs for you guys anymore. Y'all y'all had Tensai beat me on Monday Night Raw. Like, yeah, we ain't doing this no more. Remember remember how... And that was after he jobbed the Sheamus two days into Sheamus's run. <laughs> remember, uh, two things remember. Remember, um, what, what was, oh, the, the Ryback era? Oh yeah! Remember when he was that dude? Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. also remember how vicious uh, Umaga was? Um, yeah, was Umaga was the truth. Him. Yeah, was but Uma- Umaga was the Umaga truth. had middle school me terrified. Like guys, Umaga, I think he's gonna ch- kill John Cena. I think it's gonna happen. Umaga headlined a WrestleMania. He did. Yeah, wow. the Battle yeah, of was... the Billionaires. It was Umaga and Bobby Lashley in the, mm. uh, the not discussed often which will soon be completely erased from history. Vince McMahon versus Donald Trump hair versus hair match. That might be one of the most that. problematic. I match. remember, remember oh, Donald that, Trump's yeah. working punch on Vince where he, <laughs> Trump throws this. 
They wanted Trump to be a babyface, which in hindsight is just extraordinary. Uh, and he, he was. He throws. He was not. They no, booed they, his ass. They did. I thought that. When, that man dropped money from an arena and they still booed him. I thought they were happy when Vince had to shave his head. No, they were happy. No, they liked Lashley. They okay. were not cheering Trump. Okay. Like, go okay. back and watch okay. that. When you. Trump comes out, yeah. they're booing the hell out of him. When Lashley comes out, yeah. they're cheering. When they shave Vince's head, like, they're, 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 all, they're all about also it. Also probably took the worst stunner of all time, Trump. He, oh, went, he, went, he went down like a Jenga tower. Yeah, he took a – no, Vince's, <laughs> Vince's stunner at WrestleMania last year was, was, was the worst. Yeah, it wasn't great either. Vince's original stunner was terrible. Vince's that original was, stunner. Was, Vince's original awful. stunner is comedy. <laughs> Remember, he stunned Linda once. Linda took a stunner one time. These people are taking stunners. <laughs> you know what's crazy is like Austin's the baby face, and he stuns the sixty-five-year-old woman. Now we're talking about Linda, bro. They had Linda in a wheelchair, mute, not saying anything for like months, and then all of a sudden they roll her out to WrestleMania, and she stands up. <laughs> Got the biggest pop of the night. Linda stands up, kicks Vince in the groin, and the crowd's going pushes crazy. Stephanie to the ground, right? <laughs> oh, that's oh amazing. Gosh. Gotta love wrestling. Yeah, it's amazing. Didn't Stephanie once slap Linda on TV? I think, I think she like yeah. slap the I think hell out of her. I think it was during that whole feud. Like it when was. It was all going down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, in hindsight, remember what the the storyline for that was? Vince was sleeping with oh, Trish. Trish yeah, yeah. Oh, Trish. <laughs> right. Bro, it's so funny because so like so bad. Linda points or whatever, and then Earl Hebner coming from the back, and it was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, no way. <laughs> It's so cheesy, but it works. I love this stuff. (laughs) Oh, I love this stuff. Hey, I just... (laughs) Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is a shoe right here? This is a shoe right here? Oh, man, come on, man. Warren Warren said we got to give a shout-out to our man, Kyron, who had Colin Kaepernick reach out to him to do some digital content work. Come on, Kyron, let's go, baby. (laughs) Let's go, let's go. That's what's up, man. That is awesome. That's what's up. Congrats, wow. Kyron. Well deserved, bro. Wow. That's fantastic. Love it. Big ups to Kyron. Love it. Man. That's awesome, man. One more time for the good time. Come on. Man. Good stuff. Good man. stuff. Good stuff. That is. That, I'm. That's I'm awesome. blown away by that. that. Is awesome. That is awesome. It's always the best feeling, like seeing like our, our people come up and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. man. Kyron's that dude, man. He, he, is, man. he his he work is. is. He he did all all of those little comic book covers he used to mm-hmm. do for us, man. Mm-hmm. Fire. Good dude. Too. Absolute Great dude. fire. Great dude. I just tagged you in something. I saw this a couple weeks James ago. James going to join us here shor- shortly, and I forgot to listen to this, but there was a J. Cole teaser that's dropped during the show. Oh. Yeah. I meant to listen to it during the commercial break, but I got sidetracked eating oranges. Dump it or dump it. Um, and there ain't going to be no ain't dumping. Gonna be, gonna be, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Grow up, bro. What is this? This isn't the attitude there. Calm down, X Pac. That song is lasting. Bro. I don't even. I don't even care what it sounds like right now. I'm telling you, it's lasting. Hey, Calm down, X Pac. Um, you just tagged me in something. So I saw this a couple weeks ago when I was in L. A. They have these skyscrapers, these like apartment towers. You know, they stopped. I think they stopped developing them 
in the middle of everything. Right. And now they're called like Graffiti Tower. You know who lives going up there. like right in front of them? Huh. Our girl TJ. Oh, T- oh, word? TJ, oh, I didn't know she was in L.A. now. Yeah, she's in L.A. She's got this amazing spot downtown mm-hmm. and like on her. I think I primarily see him on TikTok. She had one go like hyper viral, uh-huh. like millions and millions and millions of views viral. Yeah, she and was then, videoing that like while it was going down. I think. Yeah, that right like, in front of her. Yeah. Were they jumping off the because they do that too? Oh no, they jump, they, but no, like, they weren't doing that. They, not not to their death. Like they're flying or something like that. <laughs> they have parachutes. Oh, they jump. Off I don't that. know why it was funny. He said <laughs> no. They jumped off and were flying. They they jump off no. those uh, those towers. Uh, no, crazy. she was she. I think she was one of the first to document the graffiti mm. on it, and. Uh, like I see him on her TikTok. Like I, I don't know that she does it every day. Yeah. I think she, it seems like she does. Either that, or I'm just catching up on him. Yeah. But yeah, she like every time there's an update to the tower, she posts it. That's crazy. And I don't. Yeah, I don't so mean girl to, TJ. I don't. I don't mean to sound like non hip hop or whatever. That's some. That's LA needs to fix that. That is. It's not a good look. Hey, so these buildings just finished and they're just empty they're now. Empty. Yeah. yeah so empty. so. Yeah, Google, since everyone loves Google today, Google how many homeless people are in Los Angeles. Exactly. Well, they got people, they got some squatters in there. Because, so like, the building, the structure is finished, but in inside and everything is not, like it's a, it's like a, still a warehouse down there. There's there's nothing livable in those towers right got now. Got it, got it. And people go in there and they spray paint. I don't know how they get up their stairs or whatever, I guess. Um but nothing is functioning, and they they do graffiti, and there's no there's no boundary or nothing. There's nothing. They're up there like there's by yeah, themselves. There's no sphere security guard no. chasing someone down. And Elon Casey from the, the graffiti tower. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> yeah, those things, that, that's crazy. I saw that on the new because what I saw was the people jumping from the towers, and I was like, yo. That's by Staples. I was like, I thought I saw like some writing on that thing, but yeah, they never finished them. It's crazy. Wow. That is crazy. Skydiving is terrifying. I don't think I could ever build up the adrenaline for that. No. Yeah, absolutely. Not Just a thousand percent no. Just all different levels of no. Not interested at all. Absolutely not. Hmm. Uh, James Ham going to join us here in just a heartbeat. Uh, we'll talk Kings basketball with him. I don't know if we didn't watch. Obviously, we didn't air any of the videos. Um, I don't know if James was at practice or not. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he was there. He, he was definitely he, there last Because if he's at practice, he's probably on his way back here. Yeah. Uh, but I guess we'll find out in a few minutes when he either logs in from home or walks through the door. Yeah. Um, Hopefully um, we can get some more uh, square footage on the convention center. Yeah, James, James can build us some square footage. Is that possible? <laughs> that, now that can happen. Now that, that's realistic. Mm-hmm. Maybe right? James can build us a five-star hotel or something? Maybe James <laughs> could build us a five-star hotel. Email Adam Silver. Adam, we have a guy. We have a guy. <laughs> and here he is, ladies and gentlemen. We figured this thing out. The guy who is going to single-handedly bring the all-star game to Sacramento by building multiple five-star hotels and adding anywhere between 200 and 450 feet to the square uh, to the to the convention center, depending on who you believe, uh, our man James Hand. Well, James tells the story too, real quick, that he sawed off some table space or whatever in the media area for the Kings too. Like James yeah. is ready to go. That's, that's a shoot. Yep. He James 
walked into a saw, walked into the arena with a saw, and no one questioned him. No, just let him. That's James. That's James. It's fine. It's good. I have asked if I can bring a saw. Oh, I have. I I have not been able to cut the end of the table off because it's it's a clear fire code issue. <laughs> I did. Oh yeah, you guys just, are goners. If something ever happens, like you guys, no, are we're done. stuck. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, we're it, totally stuck. You, yes. uh, Ja, you guys are cooked. I did. Um, I did bring a cordless drill to Arco. That's what it was. Installed. I installed hooks under the table so we could hang our backpacks so when drunk people spilled stuff behind us, mm. it wouldn't get all over our, our stuff. Took matters into his own hands. Huh? I did. And, I and I did. no one questioned it. Oh, just let Nobody James bring his drill. It's fine. Let him do it. The Arco it's, was a wild they, place. They let you do anything yeah. at Arco. <laughs> no. I, I, helped, uh, I helped build a downtown plaza when I was coming out of high school. Well, and now also just put together Secretary a five-star State's hotel. Office. Yeah. Did you see that, James? The the new the, I guess there's an article or up updated requirements to getting the All Star game. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. The little blip. yeah, I I don't know what the specifics are of downtown. I don't know what's considered a five star hotel. I don't know if nothing we the, have. The Sawyer is a Sawyer a five star. We hotel? dude, I, I don't know, James. Yeah, people are saying we the Sawyer's look, not we a five star. we. I I think it's a four. But when you Google five-star hotels in Sacramento, you get a very obvious list of hotels that aren't five-star hotels. told us something on Richards Boulevard was five stars. <laughs> now you so know it's right next to the. It's right. It's right next to what, what is what is over there? Club Fantasy or whatever. It's right there. Uh, that's that's no. where that's where the Warriors can stay. They can stay in that <laughs> hotel. The Warriors stay there. Draymond stays out at uh, Hard Rock. Dray- <laughs> it's one of our <laughs> themed hotels in Sacramento. Draymond yes. Hard Rock. <laughs> that hotel there is for people who have dogs and no home. That's where that hotel is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're a little rough downtown. I mean, like, look. I, if you want to get the game, you're going to have to go all out. And that that means you're going to have to build a couple of... And I don't think that's worth it to anybody. Um, I don't know what the square footage is of the Sacramento Convention Center. but Yeah, don't Google that either because we've gotten 47 answers over the course of the <laughs> two hours. We're all operating well, off the same internet but can't come to a consensus. The, the other killer was the, the international flights. Mm. I think we have some, but they said at least twenty international. flights. I don't know what international flights we have. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe there's. Yeah, none. no, we got a ton. Got a ton. Really? They all go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> we got Cabo. We got Puerto Vallarta. We it, got. Uh, if you fly <laughs> San Francisco, land two passengers, take that plane to an international city. Does that count as national flight? Well, I mean, it is Sacramento International Airport, so there are international flights. I just don't know if they go. Um, I don't think I've, I've, when I have flown to Europe, it's been out of San Francisco. So like anytime I leave the country and go far away, it's out of Sa- Sacramento. I mean, we just we booked flights to Cabo for July, or June. Uh, we'll do a free agency from, from well, uh, Mexico again yeah, this year. Yeah. It That's worked last year, right? It did Absolutely. and worked just fine. Well, yeah. did it? We didn't get anybody. Well, well, Monty's sitting in his office. I can't do anything. James is in Cabo. Where were you when we got Malik Monk? Were you in Cabo then? 
we didn't get it. Wait, okay. So first of all, I did break from Puerto Vallarta that the Kings were back in negotiations with Harrison Barnes. It's true. Also, I did break from there that they were negotiating the extension uh, with um, well, you, Mr. Sabonis. You broke that four months earlier, but that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, uh, the Trey Lyles signing, um, I had that as well. Yep. Um, maybe I was three seconds behind somebody else uh, like to hit the That's the because you button. followed proper protocol. Yeah, it's because I did. Because I didn't. I, did I just tweeted it. We, we just tweeted it. That's, That's the only reason we beat Shams. That's my man beat Shams. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Step your game up, Shams. The only Step reason. your game up. Hey, real quick, because I know we're talking a lot of Kings with James. Can I get the final two uh, leaderboard awards? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, there's one I'm really interested in. So the uh, Worldwide Woe, once again, uh, is put out You know his leaderboard. He does it every week, uh, all the postseason awards. And there's actually three. So for coach of the year, Chris Finch is his leader right now. Mm. Um, for clutch player of the year, Steph Curry is leader right now. SGA has been there most of the year, but he gave it to Steph. And for executive of the year, I th- I'm thinking I'm seeing this right. He's got Brad Stevens. And a guy that <laughs> always gets crazy praise I think actually deserves it this year. I think it should be Sam Preston. Okay. Okay, but you do like I understand why it would be Brad Stevens. I do too. I do too. I'm, he brought in Porzingis. He he took the risk of got, trading Marcus Smart. He got uh, Holiday I, as well. Yeah, he got Drew Holiday. Yeah. No, I. I mean, he's gonna. There's a good chance he's winning a ring. I think I'd so be I more. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I think I'd be more likely to lean Mark Dagnall. For coach, for coach of, the of the year, for coach yeah, and over, Chris, Finch. Over Chris Finch, yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, Ian, I guess when, Joe Mazzola can't win it, so Joe yeah. Shanahan. When when me and Kyle did this, um, <clears> I <throat> had Finch and he had Dagnall. Okay, so I mean, I think Chris Finch is right there. Like, I mean, anybody who will drag his star after the guy puts up sixty-two points in a game and accuse him of shot hunting, I'm all in. Like, look at that. Somebody's stepping up and saying, hey, why don't we play basketball the right way? It, so I'm down with him, too. So so I'll play the role of Damian Barling here, give you a hypothetical. And mind you, this is just a leaderboard thing. This is not like it's if the season ended today, this is who should get it. But clearly when you do that, you know there's still more time to play. Clippers get to one. Ty Lue, does he does he get there? Why not, James? Because it's four Hall of Famers and Ty Lue. It's not Ty Lue and four Hall of Famers. That team was Ty Lue did a good job. They were in a danger zone, and he deserves the credit for turning that whole thing around. Well, helping turn that whole thing around. I I, I think he's done a great job. I I do, but I don't put him in that category. Excuse me. I, I mean, excuse me. It's just excuse me. Nobody want to bring up Bickerstaff? Oh, yeah. No, Bickerstaff. You want to bring up JB? We can bring him up. Yeah. I mean, he's not ahead of those three, though. Why, though? Because, number one, they're going to have got better records. Second place. Are you sure? I'm I'm predicting that. Oh, one well, of those at, three, at the end of the game, at the yeah, end of the season. season they'll okay. have a better record than Cleveland. Okay. Even if, by a okay. game or two? Like, Bickerstaff can't be in this conversation? Yeah, I said we can bring him up. He can't win, though. I did. No, I shouldn't say can't win. He won't win. 
those other hmm. those other teams won't fall off enough for him to get the number one spot. And then we're Man, like, lost you, like one game. Like you, like you said, we're also discounting Joe Mazzola. Of course we are. I don't know yeah. why, but we are. Just like you guys were discounting Jason Tatum. Well, I came around to what you were saying. Well, thank you. I stopped. I forgot you did that. I forgot Jason Tatum. That was my MVP. That's okay. There you MVP. go. All right. Yeah. That 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 was my argument. Get, now KC has SGA right now. Yeah. Um, I That's made fine. the argument for. I made the argument for. For Tatum. And I said, well, it's best player, best team. <clears throat> uh, well, I also said, James, there's no, there's no, if things stay the way they are in the second half, there's no argument for Jokic. Yet Jokic is the betting favorite. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, I mean, Jokic's numbers are nuts. So I mean, are Giannis. Least... So are Giannis, and nobody has him as yeah. MVP favorite. Yeah, but Giannis. So are Lucas, usually... to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But at least his team yeah, isn't good. Giannis yeah. is going to have a top three team in his conference. Advanced statistics, for some reason, favor Jokic so heavily, um, except for right now because SGA leads in like win shares and stuff like that, uh, but not by much over Jokic. But Jokic's last three years have been like three, statistically speaking, some of the best basketball anyone's ever played in the game. So, like his impact on winning, his impact on on their offense, his impact on their defense is like on and off court splits. Everything is just like tremendous. Whatever. Yeah, Whatever. No, <laughs> he, 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 if things said he has no business winning MVP, if if things stay the way they are, I feel like no business. Okay, if things stay the yeah, way that they are, okay, standings okay. and everything, you got okay. no business. Yeah. I don't hate the Steph Curry one. I don't know I, what clutch, I'm not. I couldn't think of another. What I'm not person. sure is is that a numbers. Based on, like, I don't know how we're doing that. I like, I think it's number. And if the ironic thing is, I haven't seen it lately, but numbers wise, I think Fox is still like second or third in fourth quarter scoring or something like that. But I know Kyrie was up there for fourth quarter scoring. I think SGA is up there as well. And SGA was on his leaderboard for a number of weeks mm-hmm. um, for clutch player. Uh, but it's also like, and this is kind of what I do like about the way you kind of live through it, right? Like, we live through. Fox in the fourth quarter last night or mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Fourth quarter Fox was a real thing because we lived through it. Well, right now, at least in the last month or so, we're living through Steph Curry mm-hmm. having moments yeah. and doing some special yep. stuff. So I, I think that might be, you know, one of those um, undefinable criteria for that award as well. Yeah, I don't know. Like the clutch player of the year, I mean, there are definite clutch stats. Mm-hmm. But I would also point out the like the Expected win total of the Warriors right now is 29 and 24, and they're 27 and 26. So even, I mean, you can say he's clutch, but his team is one game over 500. And maybe that gets him there in the end, uh, but scoring clutch baskets and losses doesn't mean well, all that much. Yeah, he does have at, a lot of wins, too. Look at, so, so it. So I pulled up, these, these, are, these are clutch times numbers. Well, this was done a while ago. Never mind. I'm not going to read this. My guess is just based off of what I saw that that was published a, a, a few uh, a few weeks ago, clutch, it, like clutch minutes, not fourth quarter minutes. It's 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 Steph by a lot in terms of scoring, just bad, just just points. Mm-hmm. But like the names that follow James, there's Dame, mm-hmm. but then there's like Mikel, mm-hmm. Trey Young, 
DeMar DeRozan. Like, there's some names where it's like, uh, they're not close, by the way, to Steph, but they are next. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, those are those are teams that are all struggling. I don't, De'Aaron isn't, you know, at least on this version of the list I'm looking at, he's not on it. Okay, so per the NBA, because I'm looking at the clutch stats right now, um, Anthony Simons leads the league in points in, in the clutch, but he's only played 12 games in the clutch. Uh, Steph is number two. He's had 33 games in the clutch. They're 18 and 15, and mm. he's he's averaging five a game. De'Aaron Fox is number five. Uh, in 22 clutch games this year, the team is 13 and nine, and he's averaging four points a game. Kyrie is right there with him. Mikael Bridges and Joel Embiid are both. Uh, they're number three and number four. They're tied at 4.1 points uh, in the clutch. And clutch is defined by is it last five minutes to the game, the game within five points. Those are clutch yes. minutes. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, so that's a, I mean, again, I, I don't know how to really like put a, like an exact science on we just podding, man. how you that's judge all, it. Yeah, we, we just talking. The award is yeah. just podding. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, <laughs> be it might be. Yeah, because it can't just be clutch because you could score a whole bunch of minutes in the uh, whole bunch of points in the clutch and like one blowout win and then lose like three other games in the clutch where you don't hit anything. Right. And that's a little funky too. And, and that's why I kind of like the award too. I, I don't know what all the voters criteria is, but for me, part of it is like you, you live through, you know what I mean? I don't know what the numbers say, but man, every time I turned on game time or, you know, Twitter, such and such was having a clutch moment mm. this season. So he's the clutch award. And then sometimes that's enough of a criteria criteria to to get that award. That's what I like about it. So. Hmm. Uh, guys, guys, both of you, there was another uh, NBA question I, I thought was pretty interesting. I'd like to hear what both of you guys say. This is Jackass Josh uh, Eberly or whatever. Um, is that a Toronto guy? Yeah. Okay. Jack, do give him a tip my hat here. This is a good question. Okay. What would you call him a jackass for? Because he said some slick stuff. Oh, he did. Like a jackass. Well, but um, he says if your team could rent any player in the NBA for their playoff run this year, caveat being said player can't have ever been an All Star and can't be a rookie. Who would you pick? Mm. And there's a that's a lot to think about. Can't be so an All Star. Can't be a rookie. I think a lot of people responded with. These four names. So he did a poll or whatever, right? OG. Yep. Desmond Bain. That'd be my first. Michael Bridges and Jamal Murray. Oh, mine would be Michael. Yeah. For the Kings? Yeah. For the I Kings, mine would be yeah. Michael Bridges. Michael's not yeah, it would be awesome. Bridges and then and then OG. Monty needs to call Sean. To- she ain't even an all-star, bro. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what you talking about? He ain't even an all-star. <laughs> Take these two first-round picks and keep it moving, yeah, dummy. Do that, do that, dummy. But yeah, man, that's a good question. That is yeah, a good that's question, a good one. Man. And Michael, that man, yeah, I, 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 I rent Michael Bridges. Yeah, for yeah that's right. a good one. We could that's have a, a long playoff. So we're right renting players now, huh? That's what we're doing. Man, <laughs> make it happen, Adam. Well, happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Kenny. <laughs> Biggest takeaway from practice yesterday, Hammer. It seems like there was a. Seems like there was a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think that there was a good vibe. Um, I think that 
De'Aaron Fox had a nice little shot that he put out there, you know, for the guys that they made it to All-Star Weekend. I'm sure they're exhausted, but the rest of us here, folks, you know, we're feeling real good and rested up. Um, I, De'Aaron talked about his shoulder a little bit. His shoulder's mm-hmm. been bothering him for, I don't know, probably a month. Um, and Grace and Allen didn't help him in the the Phoenix Suns game. Shocker. Um, yeah, which I know I don't know if he's a I don't know if he's considered a dirty player because uh, Reggie Miller doesn't know that question. Uh, but yeah, Grayson Allen clearly um, accidentally closed line box and then trying to catch him threw him a stanchion on his sore so- shoulder. Um, but Keegan Murray thing, Keegan Murray's got a bunch of bruises, uh, bumps and bruises that he needed to. Heal. Um, he got away from the game a little bit, spent some time with his mom who met him at All Star Weekend and kind of cleared. I think for me, I, it was about like physical getaway, but the mental getaway and like being able to reset yourself to get away from the group a little bit and then come together and come up with some shoals, some, some, you know, in ground where you can move forward in a good way. And then, um, De'Aaron Fox parroted what Mike Brown said, which is always interesting when you get a player who does that. Um, but you know, the stats of them throughout that if the Kings who have the worst three point, Per, uh, allowed in the league at 39% uh, percent per game. If they be a average NBA three-point defensive, they would be the number eight defense in the NBA. But because they're not that, they're number 18. And so that's one of their main things. Like if they can clean up during the during the break here a couple of days to you know watch some film and, and to just a few things, but their goals are to fix that. And then on the off end, uh, pace, get to the free throw or hit free throws. Uh, and again, by getting the pace cranked up that that will lead to more paint touches. And that will also to more free throw attempts. And they've got to hit their free throws. And the biggest thing for that is that Fox and Demonta Sabonis are both so far below what they did last free throw line. And the Kings are 30th in, in free throw percentage. And there's something like 12th in, the, in, in getting to the line, but 30th in, in person. And if they can clean those things up, number one, they think their offensive rating will go up um, just from getting to the line more and, and sort of stopping the game and, and, and pushing the tempo. Uh, but then also their defense should improve if they can just fix that one thing. I heard you guys talking about on the insiders, and I, I agree with you, Ham, where – the positive thing about some of the struggles and some of the things that they're um, were deficient in in the first half was it does seem like it's fixable, right? And it doesn't it doesn't have to be like you go from last to first, but if you make a couple of tweaks, you can get better at it. You don't have to be the best, but you can get better at it. And some of those things like pace, like uh, defending the three point shot, if you make tweaks and you just get a little bit better, it feels like it could be worth four or five wins for this team, you know, and that's that's the positive. It's not like, at least it feels to me, oh, they just don't have it. Like they don't have a good enough roster or personnel or anything. No, it seems like they they need to tighten some things up and they can be what they were last year, maybe even better. Yeah, I, I think pace is an interesting thing, right? So this team has no reason not to push the pace, but – there have been times this season where they just don't and you're kind of stunned by it, especially that time when De'Aaron Fox went down for five games and 
they just stop pushing the tempo on the season. The Kings are um, 11th in pace at 100.58, but over their last 15 games, they're actually number six in the league in pace. So we're already seeing them ramp up. And to your point, Casey, I think the items that they point out are, are fixable items, right? It's not like you've got Shaq and Chris Dudley on your team and uh, DeAndre Jordan, and you're talking about trying to fix your free throw shooting. That's not, we're talking about guys who, you know, last year De'Aaron shot, uh, De'Aaron Fox shot 78% from the line. And this year he's shooting 70 point something. And Damana Sabona shot 76% or something like 74%. And right now he's at like 68. Like these are things that you can expect players to get better at that should not be this bad. And whatever the problem is, they got to figure it out. You know, they, they've had, I don't know, three or four games a season that specifically they've lost because of missed free throws. And it's not something that you would expect from this group just because they might not all be great free throw shooters, but they're also not horrible free throw shooters. The fact that they're last in the league is really an indictment on Fox and Sabonis because they're the only ones who are taking a lot of free throws. But it's also an, an indictment on Harrison Barnes for not getting to the line more. Um, he's down three free throw attempts per game over last season, mm-hmm. and he's a guy who shoots 82%. That's how you balance that out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that item right there is easily fixable. Hit your free throws, but also if you're the aggressor and you're running and you're sprinting and you're pushing the pace, you will get more free throw attempts just by getting in the lane and getting fouled. Um, so that's one issue. And then the three point thing, like Mike talked about it a little bit with schematic and all that, like they're, they're making some tweaks to the schematic, but not a lot. What they want is players to listen and to do what they're asking them to do. And if they do that, they think that they will be just fine. Um, but they've got 54 games of proof that that's not the case. So I'm not sure about that one, but just increasing what you're doing and trying to, uh, you know, the, the second and third effort thing, I think that can help you. Um, if, if players do start locking in and doing exactly what Mike and Jordy and this coaching staff is asking about, you know, getting to guys' hips, not letting them get wide open looks, that could help them. Um, and then I'd also throw out the other thing. In the second half of the season, there's going to be a handful of teams here that don't care. And th- that means that you're going to play some games that for you matter a lot and for them don't. And I don't think players, you know, intentionally miss three-point shots, but they're not going to be as locked in. I don't think that there's a way for the Kings to actually give up over 40% from three on the season. And if they do, something's like horribly wrong. Like whatever you're doing schematically has to change because that means that your players weren't locked in or or mentally capable of understanding what you wanted them to do in order to reduce that number over an 82-game schedule. You mentioned, um, Mike, there was a certain confidence level that this could be fixed. Why do you mm-hmm. think they were so confident in the way that they were addressing this yesterday? Because I got that impression, too, from both Mike and De'Aaron, particularly from De'Aaron. Yeah, I think it's because, you know, when you've been around the game for a long time and, you know, I, I've watched so many games. So when you're watching a game and you're like, okay, you know, a team is beating you, they're up, they're up 12 but they also haven't turned the ball over once and they're the worst turnover team in the league. And they're, you know, they're 
a team that shoots 34% from three, but right now they're shooting 47%. Like the laws of averages will catch up, right? So that's why I think a little bit of it of of it is that they're just there's no way that the Kings can that teams playing the Kings can sustain at this level of, of shooting the three. And maybe they can. Maybe they will the whole second half, and this will be like the craziest anomaly ever. But we could even get to next year, and this team could re- be right back down to like 37.2% from three for their opponents. And it just fixes itself, if you know what I mean. So I think that, you know, again, a lot of these things at the M- NBA level, they become like the self-fulfilling prophecy thing where you're a bad three-point shooting team. I mean, a bad three-point defending team and teams come in scouting that and knowing that you're a bad defense defensive team against a three. Mm -hmm. And so they come in a little charged and like, Hey, let's get up a bunch of threes and let's hit these things. And next thing you know, guys that aren't your typical, as Mike calls them hot shooters or hot guys, uh, they, those guys, you know, the Kings key in on, but just to go to the, the Phoenix game for an example, it wasn't, so much Grayson Allen, it wasn't Devin Booker, it wasn't uh, Kevin Durant that beat you. It was the the huge three pointers by uh, Kogi and uh, Royce O'Neal, and who's the other the big one? They oh uh, Nasir Little hit a big three. It's the non hot guys that beat you. And again, that's a lot of confidence and that's a lot of watching the ball. Everyone is watching the ball go in and it just builds confidence. So I think the Kings are thinking that they can snap that. They can kind of break that, that trend um, by, you know, some tweaks, but also just playing harder and trying to defend harder in the second half. Don't get beat by the non-hot guys is what James is telling us here. It's a, it's a Mike thing. He he says it. It's too late. It's yours now. No, it's yours now, James. (laughs) We make him fun of Brendan when he brings it up on the podcast and you know, it's just like, stop talking about hot guys, Brendan, but that's what it, that's what it amounts to is like, they have their terms that they use and I'm using their terms. You heard Mike say it a bunch of times yeah. uh, on the, uh, the video from last night. You said urgency a lot too. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk more about Kings basketball, which resumes finally tomorrow. Uh, when we return with James Hammond, the insiders here on Sacramento sports leader, ESPN 1320. There's no reason we can't bring that conversation to the air, James. It's the never-ending question about what the Kings can do with Malik Monk, who's now the front runner on most most sports books uh, to win Six Man of the Year trophy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's really interesting. We're going to this summer, um, and it's going to be rocky. And I know Kings fans are going to be like all glued to the screen, trying, you know, hoping and praying that Malik Monk comes back. But it, it really is just going to come down, most likely, to the almighty dollar and who throws what at him and the Kings are limited in what they can pay him. They can offer him a, a contract to get $17.4 million as an third uh, player. The problem with the rights is that, um, fortunately you're limited in years of it. Like you can give him a four year early bird. Um, but the first two years be guaranteed. So what you can't do is give him a, like a four, but a one year guarantee and ups out after the first year. And now it's bird rights and he can sign to a long-term deal. That's not works. You have to, it's some of two years. And then you can put an opt out for the, uh, for year three, a player or a doubt. 
um, or year four or whatever. So things are a little, they're a little hamstrung and have to deal with this. They could also him to like the mid-level exception. I think they can also give him just a standard bump in like the 8% raise off of his current salary and like, you know, 11 million bucks for a year and then they would have his bird rights, but it's pretty complex. And that same thing would have been traded at the deadline. He would have had the same exact issue wherever he went with that contract. So um, it just, this is going to come down to who gives him an offer and how the offer is and whether it's more than the Kings want to pay or it's more than the Kings can pay. It's more than the Kings can pay then it's going to be up to uh, Malik to decide where he wants to go. Either way, it's up to Malik. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Mm -hmm. So he can go wherever he wants, but if he wants to stay in Sacramento, there is a cap on how much they can pay him, at least in the first two years. We never know these things for sure. Um, You just never know. But I don't think we've ever asked you, like, what's your thoughts on how Malik feels about being here? Like you're around the team a lot, you're in the locker rooms, and does it seem like a place that he just, you know, really enjoys? Is really comfortable? Um, you talk to him, things of that nature. Like, do you get a, a sense that he really likes it here and would like to stay? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he loves Sacramento. I think he loves the crowd. Um, I think he loves how he's become someone who you know doesn't have to. I mean, I can't imagine that if Malik Monk goes out uh, after a game or on a Tuesday night in Sacramento that he would ever buy a drink. Uh, You know, he is already a fan favorite. He has been since he stepped on the court. So I I think he likes that. I think he loves playing with De'Aaron Fox and the group of guys that they have. But you never know what's inside his, his head when it comes to whether he wants to be a starter or whether this six man of the year thing that he's probably he's going to be in the running for, uh, if that matters to him, um, because there's a possibility that I don't know a team like Orlando could come after him and say, "Hey, we got a boatload of money and a starting point guard position. Will you come here?" And maybe he says yes, right? Um, but there's also it's going to be tough because I think he understands that good situations don't happen every day in the NBA. And you don't know a situation is good until you get there. And just because someone promises you a starting job one year doesn't mean they don't replace you the next. And that's just kind of the nature of the beast. I mean, like, remember Darren Collison signing a three-year contract in Sacramento. And in in his third year of that contract, the Kings went out and signed Rondo. And like, okay, your job is done. Same thing just happened to Rashawn Holmes. Right. Rashawn Holmes is a, a, the starting center on the Sacramento Kings, signs a four year deal. Midway through the first year of the four year deal, they trade for Demonis Sabonis, a 25 year old two time all star. And you're done. Like you're, you're now going down to 13 minutes a game, no matter what. So uh, I would hope that he, he thinks of that stuff and he values it. But also look at the money that he's made throughout his career. It's not huge money. He's, he's coming off like a two year, $19 million deal. And uh, you got his buddy De'Aaron Fox over there making 30 something million dollars a year. And you could see that, you know, him and I I think his brother plays a big role in what he, he does in these situations that they're going to have a little bit of say and and push him one way or or another. Um, You know, when it comes to, you know, like get your money, Uh, that's, that's the league, right? Go get your money. And I, some people are going to say, well, 17 and a half million dollars sounds like a lot of money. You're right. But so does, 
$28 million and you just don't know what someone's going to offer them. Uh, and $28 million in Texas versus $17 million in California. That's, that's a difference of like, that's so much money. A lot. It's a difference between a making difference like a lot. <laughs> yeah, like making nine million dollars and making like twenty-three million dollars. Hmm. That's a that's that's a huge difference. So we'll have to see how it all works out in the end. Uh that's the future, obviously, and it is a future that Kings fans are concerned about. Let's talk about the immediate future. Tomorrow, Kings take on the Spurs. What do we know about uh, DeMontis Sabonis and his illness? I'm assuming he wasn't at practice last night. He certainly wasn't at practice today. Uh, what do we know about whatever Domas is battling? You know, I didn't notice whether he was at practice yesterday or not, to be honest with you. I, I wasn't looking around to, like, it looked like everyone was there, and I wasn't singling out anyone that might have not been there. Um, I wasn't at practice today because I... And to be clear, I, w- I want to make sure people understand, when we say you're at practice... Practice is over when you guys walk in and oh, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. wrapping up. It's not like they're running drills up and down the floor and James is like, I, I didn't notice Domas wasn't there. No, you guys go in when kind of practice disbands a little bit and that's when De'Aaron yeah. and Keegan and Mike Brown come over to you. So I just want to make sure, you know, we, 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 we laid that out and then you missed practice today. Yeah, plus there was a lot of extra bodies at practice. So all of, all of the two-way guys were there. Um, you know, you had, you had some extra bodies in, in the gym. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Um, I think it's at four o'clock, five o'clock. They've got to put their, their, um, four 30 or five 30. They've got to put out their medical, uh, for the day. Um, it could have gone up at three 30 while we're on the air. I, I haven't looked. Uh, but, um, I like he's, he's got some sort of illness. So I would be surprised if he wasn't questionable for tomorrow. And they'll see how it goes. Um, again, I I could look back at the video that I took last night and see if I saw Domas in the crowd because I think I would have noticed if he wasn't there, and it it looked like everyone was. Yeah, I like I said earlier, nothing posted on the injury report yet. Okay, like I said earlier, get that man some Theraflu, you know, because we <laughs> no matter who we playing, we need him out there. You know what I mean? But we're really going to need you out there tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully he gets well soon. But, um, you know, th- this team coming back from the All-Star break, you talked about being physically, uh, getting some physical rest, mental rest as well. Um, I I heard some of the comments. Damien kind of feels the same way. So, like these guys, they understand the task at hand. And I feel like they're ready for, for this stretch run. They're ready to attack it with a certain level of focus. Um, and a certain level of energy to try and get this thing done, get in the playoffs once again. Yeah, if you would ask me like a week and a half ago about that, I would have been like, man, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know where their level of focus is or anything else. But what I saw in the final two games, uh, the game against the Suns, the game against um, the Nuggets, showed me that there's a good chance that we're going to see a different team coming out of the gate here that this is going to be the Kings that we're used to seeing or closer to the team or used to seeing they they'll have bad nights. Uh, they'll have nights against teams that they just can't beat because they don't have the length and athleticism to beat them. But I also think that there's a good possibility. We see a more cohesive unit. That's ready to roll. That's kind of put some stuff behind them and is ready uh, because that's what we saw. Like that, that win against Denver did a lot for me. Like I thought it was gritty. Uh, I thought that 
you know, when the shots weren't falling, they didn't lose their energy and their effort. They kept fighting. Um, you know, Keegan Murray goes like, oh, starts over five from the field, but he's still flying around. He's still getting in people's face. He's still got a, a couple of foul calls, but I thought it was like a general theme for everybody who was on the court. Like, let's go. Like, we've got a, we've got a job to do here. Let's finish this thing. And if they come out with that, um, I think they can win, you know, 19 or 20 games over the 28 in the, in the uh, post all-star break, you know, like sprint to the finish line. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, they have to maintain whatever that energy was we saw last week. They have to maintain that. And I think last year proved like proved me wrong. I didn't think that they would be as good as they were down the stretch where they finished like 16 and nine, uh, something like that. But, um, you know, that, that's last year and this isn't the same team and you got to figure it out. You know, every year is a new puzzle and you got to figure it out. This is not the same group, even though it looks like it's the identical group, but it's not the same group. They don't play the same way. They don't look the same way. And they they still have to, I think, find an identity, and they need to do it quickly coming out of the gate. The identity to me feels like De'Aaron being closer to the 30-point-per-game score he was to start the season, maybe not above that number or exactly at that number, but closer to it. Mm-hmm. And then one of these other guys who has played well in some different part of the season, whether it was Harrison or Kevin Herter, these guys got to find like some form of a vibe to where they don't disappear for a few weeks or – take turns disappearing for a few weeks. We've got to get these guys to hit on all cylinders. And as we outlined on a number of occasions on this show and on, on the insiders from 10 to 12 here, that's not something that's happened this year. Domas and De'Aaron have been in sync, uh, but there's Malik and then there was Herter for a while. And then there was Barnes for a while, but at no point did a collection of guys get rolling together for a lengthy period of time. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen this team fire on all cylinders except for maybe one or one or two games the entire season. Mm. And even for stretches, if you want to look like a week at a time, we haven't seen it where it feels like even five guys really came uh, and played an A game in, a, in an evening. I mean, on occasion, maybe there's been one of those games, but it doesn't feel that way. And it's usually like the usual suspects, right? It's It's Fox, it's Sabonis. It's Monk and it's Keegan, but Keegan has had some ups and downs, and you know we've we've documented well well documented the Harrison Barnes struggles, the Kevin Herter struggles, but even like a guy like Trey Lyles, like the last two weeks, Trey Lyles couldn't miss a three. Like you're gonna need that in the second half, especially with Sasha out. You're gonna need that. You're gonna need somebody to step up on every night that isn't the big four, and they've got to figure it out. And I don't know. That's it's a question mark to me whether they can because they haven't shown me that they can through 54 games. And I would like to say, oh, yeah, they're going to figure it out. But um, that's why I think Mike searches. It's why he uses Keon Ellis and Davion Mitchell and, and you know, all of it, like Alex Lynn and JaVale McGee, and he kind of mixes and matches Chris Duarte, like whatever it is. It's because he's not quite sure what he's getting out of that whole back end of the rotation. He knows what his top seven are going to do for the most part, although there's some, you know, hits and misses there as well but that whole second group he's not sure and it's tough it's tough going into the uh, a stretch run like this where you have uncertainty and you don't have everybody locked into very specific roles and this is who and what you are tonight uh, they should be but like i don't think i've seen that hardly at all this season where i think guys are 
100% locked into the role for the evening? Um, I'm looking at something. I'm, I'm just trying to double check, not trying to get chatty housed in any form or fashion. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I just got sent something. I'll just, I'll, I'll keep it to myself. I got sent something. Um, yeah. So annoying when you do this. <laughs> no, because I thought I found it, but there's there's nothing there's nothing up here. I'll say it. It don't matter. I got sent the injury report. Domas's game time decision. De'Aaron Fox is a game time decision on the injury report. I'm on the official NBA.com right now. It doesn't have anything listed, but the person I got it from, I trust. This wasn't a chat mm. house situation. So Fox and Sabonis are game time decisions as of right now. What was Fox again? Game time. It didn't it, it didn't say yeah. the, the the specific thing. It just said their status. It says game time decision. Well aren't we all game time decisions? Aren't we all? <laughs> we're all day to day. We're all day to day. We don't even know if we're gonna be here Sunday. Yeah. So well that would not be good. Uh um, that'd be a crappy way to you- start the <laughs> second part of the season. Yeah, because yeah. De'Aaron Fox was was perfectly fine and and chatting with us last night, and if he's got some sort of illness, we're all within like five feet of him. So, good luck to all of us. Yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, get well soon, everybody. <laughs> Thorough flu hmm. for everybody. Confirm it's a decent source on this one, so we'll just we'll so we'll see what happens next. Uh, it's, it's, Great, it's, 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 a, it's a decent source on this one. Um. But point still stands. De'Aaron, uh, Harrison, Herter, and Keegan. Like these guys got to find, they've got to find, they got to get in sync somewhere. Like they got to, they, they, there to be a couple of guys. Like I, I think one of the reasons the Phoenix game bothered me so much, James, was you got like 90 points from um, maybe inarguably your top three guys. And scored 125 and lost. You got 90 from those guys and couldn't get the win. Like, Herder's got to be there. Harrison's got to be there. They got to be there to close some of these games out, too. Down this for them to be in a better position, I think, than they are now. Yeah, but every game has its own, you know, its own issues, right? So I'm not going to say, you know, like against Phoenix, right? So the problem that you have in the Phoenix game is you take 95 shots at him and 53 of those came from De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. So there's only like two shots remaining. And that's really to, to break down, especially when Monk, Monk takes 18 of those. So now what are we down to? 20 shots for the rest of the players? That's how you get Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and Kevin Herter. But also, you know, Davion Mitchell also, oh, that's a game where Trey Lyles. Um, like, how do you get other guys' shots? And that's in, that's that's not easy. So that game, I would say, an anomaly that we see Fox take 31 shots or even Domas take shots more than his average on the season, maybe eight shots more than his average. Mm-hmm. Like, those those games happen, but you need to balance those things out. And you were close. You just didn't get over the hump. And I, I still thought that that was a good game. That was just, to me, that's a battle against a really good team, and you come, come up on the short side mm-hmm. uh, on the road. That one didn't like so many of the other losses this season. Did to me, James. I'm with James. Still real to me, damn it. (laughs) They're all real. (laughs) Um, 
I acted really irrationally about that game. I was so angry yeah, that they said, lost that game. You said this this is proves why I hate Sabonis. I've been saying it that's, for weeks, and this team's finished. That's no one believes you, so it doesn't matter. Like I don't even have to like acknowledge that everyone. It's <laughs> exactly yeah, what I heard. It's like it's like when you were on one hundred two five and you tell people I'm not giving them tickets. Everyone well, knows that you're lying. I'm ready to give them away right away. Well, sometimes you do. <laughs> so sometimes sometimes you do just smidge bit early. Hey, give us the keyword, Delo. Like, hey, why don't you wait ten minutes, pal? It's a TSL game here, buddy. Hold. <laughs> keyword is don't. That's the keyword. See that on my list. <laughs> That's right. Don't. Keyword is shut your mouth. <laughs> oh man. James, you feel uh, good about this team entering the final stretch? Or are you still a little, little uneasy? No, I do. I I think I feel better about them than I did. You know, again, the I Denver game the, made you feel better. It did. It made me feel gotcha. better. Um, because this this team hasn't won like gritty they haven't won that way you know and and when you do see it and you see that they can win that way and they can win playing a little bit of defense and you know and and remember they're on the second night of the back-to-back Denver was not um sure Denver had a couple of players missing but Denver always has a couple of players missing every time the Kings play them I don't know what you're supposed to do about that uh but overall I, I definitely thought it was um like it was more convincing and even if they would have lost, it would have been a convincing loss, which I feel again like the Phoenix game was. Yeah, I need. I'm, I'm still, you know, on on edge and guarded from what this team has done a lot of this year. I'm gonna need them to go out and handle business tomorrow. Like, well, that's win an the eleven yeah. win Spurs team that they they should. They just lost to the Pistons. I understand that. <laughs> they just lost to the Pistons. I didn't well, forget well, that. Well, that was in the first part of the season. This is the second part of the season. Oh, This is totally different, Kenny. Oh, that was different. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. That's exactly right. So that I'm was so long edge. ago, Kenny. It was like Bro, first so half week. of the pre-All-Star break. It's like phantom way out there in the distance. Well, so, yeah. James, I'm, telling the truth. I'm going to need him to handle business tomorrow. Get that W. Start the second half the right way, and we don't. Uh, we'll talk about it sure on, on Friday or whatever. But just realize uh, Sunday with the Clippers, they're so they're, they happen all the time. Now we don't even pay attention. National TV. That's on ESPN. That mm. wasn't even had had no idea. Yeah. Wasn't even on my radar. Kings Clippers Sunday evening on ESPN. Okay, is that a six o'clock start? Yeah, six thirty maybe. It okay. is six thirty. All right, six thirty. I'm with it. Um, in, in L.A. That's and De'Aaron a... Fox didn't even know. He's like, no, I know we play the Spurs. I, after that, I have no idea. Like, I don't know who we're playing. He's like, I think we play this the Clippers here in the next few days. He's like, but I couldn't even tell you. He's like, I, I worry about that when it's time, when someone tells me where I'm going and what plane to get on and all that. He's did like, anyone what ask about. what De'Aaron did during the break? Because he didn't watch the game. He told Keegan, like, bro, I didn't see a second of what you did. Like, yeah. Did anyone be, hey, like, just out of curiosity, big dog, what did you do? I, I don't think we did. You know, I, I, we kind of just left it. Uh, same with Keegan. I mean, again, Keegan said he hung out with his mom in Indiana, uh, like, for the All-Star weekend. But outside of that, um, I don't know where else he went. Um, some of these guys like to keep that private, like, where their cool spot is that they go. Uh, you never know. I think Malik Monk was probably out on a golf course somewhere. He's taking. Oh, he golf. definitely was. That, that was on Instagram. 
Yeah, oh, was Malik, it? Oh, yeah. Malik was Malik was outside for sure. When did that happen? Really uh, big, you know? Might not have been here. Well, that's that's but, a good point. But it was it was er, it, it, when 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 was their last game? Wednesday. Yeah. This yep. this legit might have been Thursday or Friday. <laughs> like my man, my man went out golfing quick. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's also possible um, that. Well, I think I know where he went, and it's not here in California. Um, but that he just hopped the plane straight from Denver and brought his clubs with him on the trip, and then dropped off, uh, you know, wherever he was going to go next. Oh, that's good stuff. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say where his his quiet spot might have been for the week, but unless you put it on Instagram, if you put it on the gram. Well, no, he didn't do that. Him. He just. I think he posted. I feel like he. Maybe he had a cigar. I can't remember, but it was him. I think it was him getting out of a golf cart or something. He was, uh, he he looked he looked excited to be out there on the golf course. Well, good. I hope yeah. they enjoyed their time. Mm-hmm. Time to time to get to the playoffs now, baby. Come on, come on. Well, let's do that, and it starts tomorrow by beating the eleven win San Antonio Spurs. Jeez. And Victor mm-hmm. Wembanyama. Is this Vic's first trip here? Vic's first trip. Wow. Damn, his first trip here in February. I wonder if he'll be asked about LeBron's first trip. (laughs) First game in in Sacramento. Didn't he show up at the California Classic even though he didn't play? I can't remember if he showed up or not. Yeah, I think there was a belief that he was going to show up. I don't think that he did. I think he just skipped it. So I'm going to Vegas. Hmm. He definitely did that. He said, there, he said, there's not enough five-star hotels here in Sacramento. Well, that's, uh, and, and this, yep. <laughs> Convention not, center isn't big enough. Internet told me the Sheraton was a five-star hotel, so I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. We uh, will see you tomorrow. Um, insiders beginning at 10 a.m. You want more, I would say, Kings coverage, but there was a lot of nonsense in today's show. If you want to relive it, we'll run it back next year on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Vamos, Michigan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.